I think he'd probably. The I, new white is kind of a little ooh. bit like. All right. Yeah. I like this like guy. Hipster this is how I do intros now. Loves himself. Yoga classes, fruit shakes, <laughs> racial harmony. We're gonna make a difference. It's like you're gonna get shot. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, listen. I know you're having a good time with yourself, but you're on a unicycle. Okay. So, yeah. Just listen. Have a good time. Knock yourself out. But you're coming down my block on a wheel. So. <laughs> We take that as a direct threat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, and they're very nice people. Like this new, everybody here looks like they're probably from New York, right? You're from New York, right? You're fucking in the, you're wearing your union sweatshirt. Yeah, you're fucking, where's New York? Yeah, you're a human fucking piece of sheetrock. I know you're from New York. You're like, no, I built this whole set for you, cuz. What are you talking about? New York, you got New York, you got the Yankee symbol tattooed on your ball sack. I know who you are. Yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck, boom, look. I knew it. See? I mean, dude, listen. I fucking knew it. There's no... Fucking did it. We did it. Thank you, Derek Jeter. Whoever, God of New York, gave me that. Thank you. Dude, I knew it, bro. All right. <laughs> Wait, with that? No, so what I'm saying. So we, you know, normal... Like a guy, but this new, this new, and we, we get, like, because when you're from New York, like, there's an attitude that we have, like, nobody's nice to you, but I'm comfortable with that. Like, I prefer that. That's my speed, you know? These new people are so nice, it's, like, defensive to me, because they come, they have man, they come in, you know, hey, sir, good morning. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Dude, listen, just don't talk to me, okay? I know, I know you're new here, but if you see something, say something, but... Other than that, we're just out here, we're getting bagels, we're going back in our house, like we don't, you know? I, I kind of don't, but you know, you can't say anything. I don't say anything. Let him. And I just feel like the, the, the new man to me, like this new kind of hipster man, acts like a child in a way, because they're coddled. It's a very cod, you know how it is, it's changed. If everybody's soft now, sensitive, which is po there's positive shit in that, but I just, you know, to me, it's, I got hit. I would get punched in the face by family members, friends, like you would love to hit me. I know that. <laughs> And, you're, and that would be like a hello. You'd be like, what's up, fuck face? You know, hit back and I'd be like, oh, kid, you know, I'm going to be the best man at your wedding. But, you know, nobody gets hit anymore. Now you just get an email in all caps lock. And it's like, yeah. But like, you know, so I would, if I did something stupid, I'd get popped and then you're good. But now, no, the new man. Because the other day I saw a guy, he was like legit 45 years old going to work on a scooter. He was on a scooter. You've probably seen these people. Suit, helmet, scooter. Grown man. Probably with the family. Not a Vespa. Are you guys thinking I'm saying, I'm not talking about machinery, I'm talking about fucking scooter. <laughs> just doing this, grown man, like this, smiling, just gliding down the street. I was like, do you think your wife's not cheating on you? <laughs> you know? I mean, like, yeah. Why would she not be cheating on you? <laughs> I can't think of reasons. She wouldn't be cheating on you. Hell yeah. You're listening to Clemente's Corner. I'm here with Gabe Casper, comedian. Lowe's extraordinaire. I say extraordinaire too much. That's me. Lowe's professional. Movie director in the future, probably. I don't know. Hopefully. You want to direct movies, right? Yes, I do. Nice. Where'd you get your cherry hat? Uh, Kimmy gave it to me. Looks fun. It feels very fun. As soon as she was like, hey, you should wear that. I was like, that looks fun. Is that what you said? No, I don't, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I said. <laughs> don't smile at me, creepy man. <laughs> That's what everybody at work says to me. Don't smile at me, creepy <laughs> Don't smile at me, you motherfucker. 
Anyway, since you're a movie buff, I was going to bring up that I just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Great uh, film. That was my movie of 2019. That was my number one movie. Was it? Yeah. You, like, you, you liked it more than Joker? Yeah, I liked it more than Joker. The more and more I thought about Joker, the less and less I liked it. Wow. I watched it twice, and I liked it better the second time. Really? Yeah. I, I still fun. really, really like it, but when it comes to, like, for me trying to pick out what I think is the, and I don't want to say objective, but what I feel is the most creative attempts at a movie for the year, I, I think it starts to rank low and low, lower and lower, because as a comic book movie, it felt really intense and new for the genre. But then when you watch it as like a movie movie, it feels like a lot of ripoff from Martin Scorsese stuff, like Taxi Driver. I need to see Taxi Driver. Oh, you've never seen Taxi Driver? No, it has Robert okay, De Niro it, in it, right? Yeah, it'll ruin Joker for you. Does he do everything Joker does? Kind of. It's kind of the same concept. It, I, I a lot watched of the, the trailer. The same. Watch a trailer of him like driving around in a taxi and like, I guess he's fighting crime. I don't Is he doing no. bad shit? <laughs> he's, well, Selling crack? No, he's trying to kill the people at Crack, kind of. It's this guy that used to be, I think he's a Vietnam veteran, and he's out of employment in the city, so he becomes a taxi driver. But the thing he's, like, fighting this whole time is this feeling of loneliness throughout, you know, being, like, in the lower part of New York City. And he lives in this hypocrisy of thinking, like, oh, like, he's, like, the epitome of, like, oh, you think you're better than me? But at the same time, he thinks he's better than everybody else. Um, so his character is like a racist. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, he's like, why don't people like me? Nice. That sounds exciting. Robert De Niro is probably like 50 there. How old is he? Like, No, he was super young when he did Taxi Driver. Was he? Yeah, he was oh. like in his 20s. Nice. For that guy, he's old as shit. The Godfather. Not the Godfather. He wasn't the Godfather. The Italian. What's it called? The Irishman. The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's Italians in it. But... Did they really like CGI their faces? Yeah, they just they just do like what Marvel does, where they just de-age them through CGI. Marvel de-ages people? Yeah, they do that all the time. With who? They did it with Kurt Russell. They did it with Samuel L. Jackson. They did it with Robert Downey Jr. Really? Yeah, they made Robert Downey Jr. like, I think like 16 at one point. Whoa. They showed a flashback of him as like a teenager. That's wild. And then they did it for a whole movie with Samuel L. Jackson for that Captain Marvel movie. Damn, I didn't realize that. And then, he did look a lot younger. Yeah, and then they did it with Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know who Kurt Russell is. You don't know who Kurt Russell <laughs> is? What the fuck? He has like long hair, right? Sometimes. And an eye patch. Yeah, yeah. In like <laughs> one movie, <laughs> not his whole life. <laughs> I think we'd remember him more. You know the eye patch guy. Yeah, yeah. Does, does he have an eye patch in Guardians of the Galaxy? No, but he has long hair. I have to look at it. Oh, is he his dad? Yeah, he plays his dad. Yeah, that's, that's a, his long hair. That's the, the guy I was thinking of. He was the in, first image right there. He was in, in the Tron. He was in Tron. No, yeah. wait, no, he, what, was he? No, that, that might have been Jeff Bridges. Yeah, you're thinking of Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them has had a uh, eye patch. Yeah, Kurt Russell has. And when he was in Escape from New York. Knew it. Eye patch wearing motherfucker. That's him. Yep. Kurt Russell. Anyway. Back to the movies. I wanted you said Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, was like his like most in depth story. Uh, it's one of his most. I don't. I can't say if it's his number one, but it's it's definitely up there. I think it's one of his most in depth like character driven stories where he's actually trying to reflect on things. I really don't get that vibe from movies like like Django. 
So you're saying like um, it gets deeper <clears throat> into like the the character. Yeah. Then okay, that makes sense. I can see that. Because there's way less action going on, so they take that time to fill it with character driving situations. Yeah. But a, a lot of it is also about creating a story that's a fantasy world within real life, like in Hollywood, but it's also about deconstructing the fantasy part of what Hollywood drives. So that's why, you know, there's that scene with Bruce Lee Mm -hmm. where it's deconstructing the image of somebody versus them just being a person. Mm -hmm. And then I, can we say spoiler warning? Yeah. I mean, it's old. I guess spoiler warning. I guess the, the, at the end of the movie with them fighting the hippies is a lot of, the deconstruction of, I guess, fear an audience would have for a certain kind of evil when you see it in a movie. So, like, movies back in the day, like, where people were shooting Nazis all the time, Mm -hmm. that was kind of the drive of those movies was to be like, okay, Nazis are just people at the end of the day. And that's why, like, Leonardo DiCaprio has the flamethrower from his Nazi movie, and it's the same music from the Nazi movie because it's the same imagery and the same thought process of, at the end of the day, these are just people. And that's why they're looked to be like fucking idiots by the end instead of like demonic presences. Presence. Wait, who are the idiots? The hippies? Yeah, the hippies. Okay, gotcha. One that got fucking domed in the face with a yeah. dog food can. You got you got way deeper into that than I did. I just thought they're not a crap DiCaprio. DiCaprio. <laughs> I said DiCaprio. <laughs> More like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I just saw him like crying for like most of the movie. Yeah. He's just like, I'm old. Mm-hmm. I don't think he really deserves any real award for like leading actor. Even though his acting was good, I think Joaquin Phoenix should get it for Joker. But I, I think Brad Pitt did really, really good as a supporting actor. Brad Pitt did do well. And, and then, he threw Bruce Lee into a car. He did throw Bruce Lee into a car. <laughs> that was a good scene. I like that. I never like... Kurt uh, Russell was in that movie. Was he? Yeah, he oh, was yeah, the yeah. guy he that gave the him director. the job. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. I never thought of Bruce Lee as like a uh, celebrity. Like I just thought he was like a kick-ass karate guy. I never like, I know that wasn't like accurate. Yeah. But I never like thought of him as like being a celebrity, like in L.A. Oh, like being, being like, a Hollywood type. Yeah, being like a cocky bastard, which kind of <laughs> makes me wonder if maybe he was. You know. It's it's all based on different accounts. I mean, eight times out of ten, most of the people are saying he was a pretty humble and down-to-earth guy. And then some people were like, well, he had his moments where if somebody asked him, like, oh, like in the movie, you're like, who would you beat in a fight for this and this and that? And he'd like, oh, I'd make him a cripple. So, I mean, but I mean, these days, who doesn't have an ego sometimes? Yeah. So I, I, I never really minded that. I just saw that scene much more about us watching the movie from the point of view of recognizing that Bruce Lee is supposed to be this legendary icon. And we kind of treat him with that Superman aesthetic that he's unbeatable. Mm -hmm. And then when you throw in a character who's supposed to be the strongest man on the planet, kind (laughs) of where they just make him to be the classic American cowboy Mm -hmm. kind of character where he's not looking for a fight, but if the fight comes to him, he's ready for it. And so with him kind of picking fun at Bruce Lee and kind of deconstructing all the things he's saying and then continuing to whoop his ass is much more about, there's a difference between what Hollywood's going to teach you as celebrities are, like trying to make them seem like these ginormous like gods versus mm-hmm. them just being humans with flesh and blood. Yeah, crazy. I always thought like Bruce Lee was just like Gandhi, you know, just <laughs> starving on an island somewhere. No, he did look a little starving. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought maybe people were just filming him beat the shit out of people, you know? <laughs> kind of like Jackie Chan where he's like, I don't act. 
who just beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> That's not what he said, but it's what he does. He's like, I would love like, to, I like I Chris love, Tucker talk while I punch people in the face. I would love to see, <laughs> I'd love to see an actor do that. Like, I don't act, I just punch people in the face. <laughs> Only person I'd love to see do that would be uh, Vin Diesel being like, I don't act, I drive cars. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Fast and Furious 9 trailer? Yeah, I saw it. It looks ridiculous. Well, let's know. <laughs> nothing, nothing makes sense. He like shoots out like a line, and he's like his car's like hanging off the edge of a cliff. And he's like shooting through space. I don't know. There's this really good comedian I like on YouTube, who was doing a sketch. Or it was like all the producers meeting up for the movie, and they were just like, "All right, we got to think of the next big thing to do." And they're just like, "We have to." Uh, get a car to land on top of a rocket ship and it goes to space and somebody was like yeah and then we gotta we gotta bring Paul Walker back to life <laughs> we gotta put him in the movie and then some other guys like yeah and then him and Paul Walker can like race and then they all start laughing they're like what the fuck is wrong with you they would never race that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious um, they probably are bringing Paul Walker back though right I mean, they kind of did already in the movie after he'd already died. Yeah, then they used, like, his brother. Yeah, they used his brother, and then I think they, like, CGI'd some more stuff into it. They should just do hologram Paul Walker. Well, like they did for Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> just just have a hologram <laughs> inside the movie. Like, what do you think, hologram Paul Walker? <laughs> That's what they call him? <laughs> what do you think, hologram Paul Walker? I think we should, like, they, they, they clip his earlier clips together. They clip, like, all of his audio together to try to make a sentence, but it's, like, completely, like, inaudible. Just, I think we should get cars and kick ass. Paul Walker's right. <laughs> you guys, Hologram Paul Walker's right. Let's get those cars and go. That's awesome. And then they, they fight John Cena. Yeah, they apparently yeah, they're fighting John Cena. They couldn't get The Rock, so they got John Cena. John, uh, The Rock and fucking Vin Diesel hate each other. Aren't they in all those movies together? Yeah, they hate each other. Like according according to what happened, it was like over the course of these like last couple movies that for some reason they just started fucking hating each other. Vin Diesel's probably trying to fuck him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always interested to see like. That kind of drama, like seeing like actors hate each other, because I'm always curious what the reason is. The funniest one I have ever seen was uh, Will Smith hating Jared Leto. You ever seen those interviews? No. When they were filming a uh, Suicide Squad, like <laughs> before the movie came out, Will Smith was just like, "Yeah, you know, Jared's a really interesting guy. He really goes for his roles. Good for him." And then once the movie was like already <laughs> out, he was like, "Man, fuck Jared Leto. I hate him." And he's like. He was saying shit like I couldn't even invite him to like cast parties at my house because he would just go into my framed family photos, pull out the photos, and eat them in front of everyone. And um, I was like, "What did he say?" Like, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> He's like, mm, <laughs> "Your kids taste delicious." <laughs> Let me eat your kids, Will. <laughs> this is for the movie we're doing right now. So he shit out paper. I guess so. Just to be like, be in character, which didn't even happen in the movie, so. Yeah, he was in the movie for like, <laughs> like maybe five minutes. I think it's the fucking most hilarious part. He wasn't even like a, like a deranged psychopath in the movie. He was, he was like, just a, like, I have tattoos and I sell drugs. And I thought was funny was like, he was like, at his like goofiest, he was like the equivalent of just like sitting on a whoopee cushion for kind of funny. And then, like, at his, like, when he was supposed to portray being angry, he seemed like the most mildest of angry at things. <laughs> he just looked, like, slightly peeved. He just looked kind of like uh, Post Malone, you know? 
if Post Malone painted his face and dropped 50 pounds. Yeah, I guess shaved his face too. Yeah. No, keep the facial hair. Do right. green it facial look like hair. Post at all. <laughs> it looks like that guy that died. Lil Peep. Shout out Lil Peep. Rest in peace. I never listened to his music. But Me either. I never, never made a peep. That's what I think is kind of weird. I'm only figuring out about new rappers until they're dead. Like I he didn't knows. know. I didn't hear about this Juice World guy. Yeah, and I started listening to him. Same with that dude X, and now I'm a fan of both of them now that they're dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Same with George Washington. Like, <laughs> I wasn't down with him at all until he died. I didn't. I, like, oh, I didn't. Lo- I didn't love peanut butter until I heard George Washington Carver was dead. And I was like, this shit's <laughs> actually pretty good, man. <laughs> I used to pretend I was allergic. <laughs> I used to pretend I was allergic. <laughs> No joke, I actually used to do that. <laughs> About peanut butter? Yeah, because I hated peanut butter so much as a kid. I was just like, ah, I'm allergic. And my mom you was, hate it? I still hate it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I just think it's disgusting. I eat spoonfuls of it. Really? Yeah. I think, it's, I think it just smells gross. It tastes gross. Butter. I like calling it nut butter. I could see why. It sounds kind of gross, you know? Like, ew, nut butter, you know? <laughs> mm, guys, <laughs> I just love eating my delicious nut butter. They're just like, Matt, can you get to work? <laughs> I noticed on Twitter, uh, the planters uses the hashtag baby nut. Yeah, I now, saw that. I want to write a joke about baby nut, but I don't want to be a pedophile, you know, so. Got to find a good you segue. Could, you could do a reversal of it. You just baby nut and just be like, <laughs> I wanted to post my wife was pregnant or something and I went nut baby. <laughs> it was just a baby nut, I swear. <laughs> it was just a baby nut, I swear. <laughs> it wasn't that's, a full nut. That's, uh, it sounds like the excuse you have when you don't want to admit you came on just inside your girlfriend. <laughs> it was just a baby nut. <laughs> doesn't even count (laughs) basically blanks it's basically blanks that's practically (laughs) pre-com it's just a baby oh did you watch uh jojo rabbit no not yet it looks funny oh yeah i don't know how dark or funny it is but um if it's if it's anything like the director's other movies i'm totally down for it who what do they direct um you ever seen what we do in the shadows no. You should watch it. It's a really good. It's Damn. like a it's like a mockumentary like if the guy from Super Size Me made a movie about vampires living in real life. Oh, you told me about this one. It's super funny. Really really funny. And then uh I know I don't know you I know you don't watch many of the Marvel movies. Did you see uh, Thor Ragnarok? No, but that's on my list of things to watch eventually maybe. But he made that. He made this really good movie a couple years ago called Hunt for the Wilder People and then Trying to think of what else. Um, his name's Taika Watiti. That's so cool. That is a cool name. Which is funny because I remember going to one of your trivia nights and you asked the Jojo Rabbit question and you yeah. were like, made by Taika Watata. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to pronounce it. Oh, yeah. It took, me, I, it took me like years to actually learn how to say his name. I never look at the questions before I read them out. So, so it feels like improv? Yeah, it is improv. And I'm always, I just say it with confidence, even if I say it wrong. I'm Apparently, like, I, I remember like people getting pissed at you for reading some questions wrong. It was just Kimmy. Oh, it was just Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember overhearing one table after the Taika Waititi comment. He was like, does he mean Taika Waititi? And then some other guy was like, shut the fuck up. You know what he meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. Don't be a dick. Oh, my gosh. I see on your YouTube recommendeds here, you have uh, Stephen Crowder's live stream. Can you no, explain Steven yourself Crowder's there? Live stream. You yeah, gonna change I, my mind? I've been watching his change my minds. They're interesting. Really? Yeah. I I only like pull up the ones where he says like people are going crazy at him. Yeah. And then like half the time it just seems like people that are mildly angry at him. 
Uh, people get pissed. Yeah, people yeah. like protest. It's just like he's just sitting down at the desk. Yeah. <laughs> also, what I think is kind of funny for people like that is like you do realize that like the guy like literally has nothing to do if you just don't interact with him. Yeah. <laughs> he's exactly. just a loser who's sitting at a desk. <laughs> <laughs> he's no different than me. Like if you just don't give him any like actual like attention because you don't like what he has to say or whatever, then he's just a guy sitting at a desk. Yeah. I mean, people call him a fascist. Really? And I don't know what fascist means, apparently. Cause I thought I, fascist has to do more with, like, institutional. Yeah, like, I thought you were, like, a leader. Yeah, I thought you, you were, had like, to be a fascist. I thought you had to be much more from a government standpoint. Yeah, but apparently you can just be a bad comedian. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> so he's Yikes, one, I'm in trouble, then. He's one of those guys who's, like, more political, but he calls himself a comedian. Yeah. Know, and everyone's like, no. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember somebody trying to tell me, like, I've, I've, got a, I've got a friend who's, like, really big Republican, and he was like, do you like late night comedy? And I was like, yeah, I like late night comedy. Like I like Seth Meyers. And he was like, you should watch Steven Crowder. It's like really good YouTube late night comedy. And then I watched it and I was like, this just feels like a guy like <laughs> ranting. <laughs> I haven't really laughed yet. And I mean, it's, it's fine to consider yourself like a late night show or whatever. But again, like you said, it's, if you're going to be leaning much more towards the political end, like you're kind of disappointing the people that want to show up for comedy. Definitely. Like, if somebody wants to make political jokes from the point of view of the right, I'm fine with that. But, again, at the end of the day, they have to be jokes. Yeah. There's that guy. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name and sound racist. Is that Middle Eastern comic, Haseem or something. I don't know. But he has a show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Tosh.0. Oh. oh, really? He's just, like, standing in front of an audience, and there's, like, a green screen. Oh, really? But it's all, like, it's out of L.A. So he, the episode I saw, he was talking strictly about fashion companies and i was like this is only funny to like people in la because nobody else gives a shit about whatever you're talking about (laughs) um i like that british guy uh he's on hbo ricky gervais no 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 Uh, he does a late night political show oh his name is john oliver yeah john oliver and I, I like his stuff because he's not even always political. It's just a lot of the stuff he does, he just goes into certain topics. Like he did a really, really funny bit about um, pyramid schemes. Oh, yeah. I watched that. And, he's funny as shit. And I was just like, holy shit. He's just every joke I felt like he had landed and kept like the thing he was trying to talk about going. He had a Comedy Central show where he would just uh, introduce comics and like warm up the crowd for like five minutes. It was really funny. I really do have a lot of respect for comedians that like have a really big talent for warming up crowds. Yeah, that guy, I just listened to him. I forgot his name again. That guy that died. Uh, damn it. Kobe? Even, no, uh, he committed suicide. He was like a really tall, bald guy, and he would always go. Mr. Clean? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Mr. He, Clean, no! He used to play baseball. I'm, gonna, I'm about to pull it up. His name is. I'm going to feel like such a dickhead. Brody Stevens. Uh, oh, yeah. but I was just thinking about that guy because I listened to him on a podcast. Brody Stevens seemed like a very positive guy. He was, which is such a shame. Except when he was suicidal. But that's like a common thing, though. Like, look at Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams had a lot saying. of positivity in him, yeah, and then it just ended such so so tragically. Yeah, and then Will Smith had to be genie. Yeah, I don't think people were. I don't think people were like against Will Smith. <laughs> It's your fault he died. Like, nobody said that shit. Basically. He would have been in Jungle Book. He would have been in Mrs. Doubtfire too. Trans fire. Trans doubt. Tra- I'm done. 
You <laughs> just keep trying to come up with different trans puns. Yeah. Uh, this is Doubtfire 2. Uh, translucent. <laughs> <laughs> Who can see through me now? They should. They should have uh, combined Mrs. Doubtfire and Big Mama's house. Well, like a Batman versus Superman crossover. They <laughs> 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 fucking fight each other. Oh, that's well, one's a cop, so Martin Lawrence will win. Martin Lawrence has got a taser. <laughs> that's crazy. There's always that scene where they find out you're a crossdresser and they're somewhat okay with it you know (laughs) by the end of the movie they're like we see where you were coming from i'm like see how (laughs) i did it out of love (laughs) love. that's my bra (laughs) i did it out of love and somebody else like did you tuck your dick and he's like yeah i totally did (laughs) but i did it out of love (laughs) that's funny as fuck man classic ah so what else have you been up to? Been up to a lot of work and uh, been up to being your roommate. Do your listeners know we're roommates? Um, we're roomies? I, I mentioned it briefly. Not this episode. But yes, roommates. Yeah. You were just like, oh, I live with the sickest motherfucker on planet Earth. Got the most yeah. ginormous cock I've ever seen. Sick with it. Sick with it. Couldn't even be in Cats. Exactly. They asked him, but he was like, no, my dick's too big. <laughs> dick's too big. <laughs> I like Chris D'Elia's point on that where he was just like, <laughs> it's like, so you're telling me if your cock was too small that they'd leave it in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Seeing that movie was a trip, and I went and saw it super drunk, which... Was it fun? Yeah, actually, yeah. And we, seeing you. it super drunk was fun, but... Uh, my friend Connor was like in our group with us to go see it. And at first we were going to all get drunk and take an Uber, but he decided he wasn't going to drink. And he's like, I'll just go with you guys. I'm kind of bored. And he went in sober and I'm sitting there drunk the whole time. And he was the only one that had the most bored expression on his face ever. And then me, Kimmy and my friend Duncan are just like laughing our asses off at how bad it is. That's crazy. It was, it was crazy bad. And that's what was weird going to see it because I always hear people talk about movies all the time when they have negative reviews of it, where they're like, no, this movie's so trash, like it's unwatchable. Yeah, but you could totally save money and just wait for it to hit Netflix. It's not going to hit Netflix. No streaming service, whatever. <laughs> you don't think so? No. You don't think they'll stream it ironically? No, I don't think they'll stream it ironically. <laughs> I don't even think they're going to do like an ad on TV for the DVD release, if they even decide to do that. I think if the studio could really help it, they would erase it from existence. And the sad <laughs> thing about that movie is the whole time they were promoting it, they really thought it was going to be a Grand Slam movie. Of course they did. And part of the reason was the CGI, because they, they think we're still living in the days of like Avatar, where you you buy, you buy you've sold tickets for the movie just because there's immense CGI. You yeah, know? like if everyone in Avatar <laughs> was a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best review of that movie it's like avatar but if everyone is a fucking loser <laughs> nobody fights they just dance and talk about their the tails balls. just move around they don't even fuck each other with them <laughs> What's the- what the fuck is this movie the tails just move around they don't even fuck each other with them <laughs> what's the plot to cats are they just all like Oh in the God. streets of New York or something? I don't even... You don't even know where the fuck they are. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck they are. They're just in some city. You don't know what time period it is. You don't know what the fuck is happening. I, I, from what I could gather together in the moments where I was kind of sober, 
was that it was about some competition the cats were supposed to have where they meet this this old Judy Dench cat, which apparently is a trans cat. Mm. So this transgender cat. Is that, fucking, is that really part of the movie? They don't they don't explicitly say it, but apparently in all the marketing they were like, she's most certainly transgender. And Judy Dench was like, I'm very honored to have played a transgender. <laughs> transgender cat. And I was like, who did the operation? <laughs> I went all out for this role. I lived... <laughs> I lived in a kennel for six months. <laughs> I pretended I had a dick. I lived in a kennel with a strap on on for six months. Oh, I changed my name to Randy. <laughs> I changed my name to Garfield. Oh, my God. So the thing with it was like uh, they come in the trans cat. And all of these cats do like a competition where they figure where the trans cat picks the most deserving cat to be reborn. What? <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. She's like, you would be reborn. Is this a cult? <laughs> like some Jim Jones shit where it's, they're like, drink the milk. <laughs> so as the story goes on, which in reality it doesn't, uh, the whole movie is literally cat after cat doing like what Disney does when they introduce a character at the beginning of the movie and there's like a song about that character mm-hmm. but it's the whole movie each each I'm not kidding each song in the movie is this cat going I am this cat and I do this and ooh look at that <laughs> <laughs> look at the way my tail moves are there any dogs no no, no there's super, not I want there's, there there's, to be a scene where they're like all super racist to dogs <laughs> <laughs> they have like slurs for them stay out of that neighborhood it's <laughs> not safe <laughs> Don't worry, we're safe from those dastardly dogs. <laughs> Somebody in the reviews later on is like, hey, how come all the dogs are black? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Idris Elba's character is like some sort of like scumbag cat that like kidnaps all the competitors. So that way when all they're all gone, he's like, oh, I guess you have to pick me then. What are they competing in? I don't know. They're just like they're just like it's like a talent show or something where they're just like I can do this. Like one of them's a magician. One of them, his only thing, like what's his name, James Corden's cat. His only thing is that he's a fat ass. <laughs> is that the guy that has a late show? Yeah, oh, he's okay. the only one who's like, oh, I'm very, I'm very round and plump. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I drive and do karaoke. <laughs> I drive and do karaoke. <laughs> and then uh, as it goes on, he kidnaps them all. And even then, that doesn't fucking matter. What does he do with him? He just like chains them up, and then he he's just even like have thumbs. Well, apparently, no, they have hands. Oh, nice! They just all have hands. <laughs> and then uh, as it gets towards the end, I'm trying to think of what happened. Oh my god, I remember this shit. Okay, so Jennifer Hudson, not Jennifer Hudson, I think that's her name, the singer. Yeah. Something Hudson, I think. Her family got murdered. Oh yeah, fuck. Maybe it is Jennifer Hudson, but. Uh, her character arc through the whole story is like she's like a cat that got like banished or something and she felt really lonely and wanted to have friends. And at the end of the movie, all the cats are like, oh, we accept you. Come here. We'll bring you in our friendship. You're with us. And then the, the trans cat's like, okay, I pick you. You get, to, you get to be reborn. So this bitch literally just got friends and everything she wanted. She's like, okay, <laughs> now say goodbye it. to your friends. And they put her in a hot air balloon and throw her, hurdle her towards the sun. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> happens to this cat. What does she become reborn as? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm clipping your mic. Sorry. I don't know. You're good. I don't fucking know. The whole time I was like, what the fuck is happening? That's awesome. It's unbelievably bad. I'm really into it. 
it fucking blows my mind how bad it is. You have any other worst movies of 2019? Another more worst movies of 2019? Yeah. I'd have to look at what movies came out. <clears throat> I do have some unpop- uh, unpopular opinions of 2019, though. Like, I really liked the Child's Play reboot. Hmm. I thought they handled it really Still well. I haven't seen it. It's 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 really good. I think it it knows what it is. It, it knows that it's stupid, so it handles mm-hmm. it in a very stupid way. Yeah, it's comical. Yeah, and I, Mulan looks like it's gonna suck. Oh yeah, especially when I heard once I heard they took the music out, I was like, well then what 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 is this movie? Yeah, then? it's not even Disney anymore. Yeah, now I'm just watching a samurai movie. Exactly. Um, Trans samurai. Trans samurai. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna do like a Marvel Cinematic Universe where they're all trans characters? All the prequels are them before they transitioned. Hulk has titties. <laughs> That's just She-Hulk. <laughs> Which actually is gonna be a Disney Plus series now. She-Hulk probably is trans. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, there's John Wick Chapter Three. I thought that was okay. It was the weakest of the movies. But I just saw John Wick One. It was exactly what I expected it to be. Um. There was Shazam. Alita Battle Angel, I Shazam loved. Shazam was... Oh, wait. I was thinking that Shaq movie. Never mind. That's Kazam. Sh- Shazam was that superhero. Yeah. And then Alita Battle Angel was really good. That's good CGI. That was one where I went because I knew the CGI was going to be really good. Nice. I saw the trailer for that. Uh, we went, Oh, remember when we saw Hellboy? Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah, we went to Hellboy for my birthday. <laughs> that was another terrible... We should have got drunk for that. We did. did we, we? We, yeah, we went... I, that's what happened because you guys were like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I was like, I want to be able to like go to the movie theater and drink. So we all got alcohol and went to see Hellboy. I don't remember being drunk, though. I don't know if we were drunk, but I know we, for damn sure we were I drinking. Should've, I should have been hammered. Oh, yeah. Maybe hammered. It was what we should have been. That movie was redonkulous. Oh, yeah. It the, was all over the fucking place. The whole time, me and Jocelyn was like, were, was like is Gabe really into this shit? <laughs> is, is he enjoying this? <laughs> really? Is he fucking with us? <laughs> <laughs> is he being like, guys, really, this movie's good, and then just to fuck with us? Is he going to laugh at us when we walk out? <laughs> I had no idea it was going to go that way. That's funny. I was a huge fan of the original Ron Perlman movie. The original was cool. Mm-hmm. And so going into this, I was like, oh, it, they'll probably just continue or, you know, they just do what they need to do. I mean, even if they copy and pasted the original, I'm fine with that. And then I saw it and I was like, this, this whole, the way the story went was like the equivalent of a guy with ADD snorting <laughs> cocaine. Because he was like, all right, so Hellboy's going to go over here. And then when he's on his way that way, he's going to get yanked out of the dimension and he's going to yeah. fight this witch woman. He run, yeah, he does like, he goes on like 15 different missions. Yeah. That shit's crazy. And he's all apparently on the same like, like plan. Like it's all along the same central story in some stupid way. And he's not even like as like likable or menacing as like the original. Yeah. Ron Perlman. That big head dude. Does he have a big head? He's the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got a huge head. Man's got a noggin. My first introduction to him was the Teen Titans TV show when I was a kid. He was Slade. The cartoon? Yeah. Oh. Did you ever see Knives Out? No, I heard it was cool. It it's it was a close second for movie of the year. Isn't that like a a version of Clue? I mean, they're it, like trying to solve a murder. Yeah, it's they're trying to solve a murder, but it it really changes it up. The murder mystery genre, it really does a good job. Um, I still got to watch Midsummer. Midsummer was cool. I'm always worried going into it because everybody who talks about it sets the expectations so high. Yeah, that's that was my problem because they, they really hyped the shit out of it. And when I watched it, I was like, 
I mean, it's not bad. It's just not amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's my pro- again. That's my problem when when people hype movies up all the time. I'm like, well, now I yeah. kind of don't want to see it. It's not gonna like wow you, but yeah, it has some cool visuals for like if like I I told you before it it really like captures being on mushrooms. It really captures psychedelics really well. Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I it's guess. exciting. <laughs> and it has a good storyline. It's just not like scary or like shocking like I expected. Oh. Did you There's ever see... no jump scenes or anything like that. I'm fine with that. I think if a horror movie can create enough dread of what's going on in a situation, that's going to scare me more. Yeah. Like, still that. one of the scariest like movie watching experiences I've ever had is The Shining, and there's not a there's like maybe one jump scare in the whole movie. Shining is just a great movie. Oh yeah, but have you seen the the movie before the before Midsummer that the director made, uh, Hereditary? No, you said you have it. You yeah, I own it. it. Let's watch it. Come it's down. it's really really good. Dude, it's one of my do, favorite movies of the decade. We should do a movie review podcast. I'm down for that. Because you're like deep into it and I'm just like retarded when it comes to movies. So it'd be like a good dynamic of just like. I do like a special. Yeah. Special ed. Special ed. <laughs> Matt's wearing a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the movie. Um, let's see. I didn't think It Chapter 2 was very good. I didn't even watch it. It was way too long. I fell asleep during the first one twice. Which is funny because Kimmy fell asleep during this one. <laughs> and I was tempted. I do like the, uh, like how shady the kids are to each other. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. <laughs> um, I was surprised at how good Zombieland was. I still need to see that one. It's it it holds it up perfectly. Like Zombieland it's was it's great. just as good as the first one, if not better. And then I'm trying to see what other movies came out this last year. Avengers. Nineteen seventeen. Have you seen that? Nah, I want to wait till that comes out on uh, digital before I watch it. Because I feel like it's going to be kind of discombobulating watching it in the theater. Why? Because of like, I don't know. I'm not very good. I don't handle war movies very well because my I, I get distracted easily in them. So when there's like noises and like screams going on, I can't focus on who's talking on what. And the only time I feel like I, I, I made it through well enough was uh, Dunkirk. Are you sure you don't have like ADD? I think I have fucking ADD. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. I'm not fucking kidding. I hear a car outside. <laughs> It's like that fucking dog from Up with the squirrel. <laughs> Dude, that's honestly how my fucking like thought process is. I think about something for like maybe 10 seconds and then I'm like doing something else. But only with war movies? Uh, no, I think about that with a lot of movies. That's why I'm impressed when a movie's able to keep my attention all the way through. But you watch like almost every movie. Yeah. Being that's why out for most of them? No, I'm not zoned out for most of them. <laughs> But some of them keep me in for a certain period of time, and some of them keep me out. That's why sometimes before I review a movie, I have to rewatch it a billion times before I actually have a grip of everything that's going on in it. Was The Irishman boring as shit? I couldn't even finish it. Nice. And that's coming from a Martin Scorsese <laughs> fan. I just think his, that I think a four-hour movie is pretentiously long. Yeah. And and that shows with how pretentious he's been in this last year. Like, with all the bullshit he was trying to say about, like, the Marvel movies. Have you seen that? those no. comments he made? He was like... Uh, he I was didn't like, know he talked. <laughs> I didn't know he talked. I've never... I don't even know what he looks like. Really? No Wait, idea. Did you watch the Super Bowl? He was in the Super Bowl. He was in the Super Bowl ads. Was he? Yeah, where he was texting Jonah Hill to come to his party. Oh, that was Martin Scorsese? Oh, yeah, that was Martin Scorsese. And You're then... Right. Um, but he was saying, like, oh, the Marvel movies don't count as cinema, so they shouldn't be in these, like, award shows and shit. That guy, yeah, I know that guy. And he was like, well, they count more as like roller coaster attractions. Like they don't count as real cinema. Mm. 
And I was like, that seems kind of bullshit. Sounds like a hating ass bitch. Yeah. Well, the same thing that <laughs> Steven Spielberg said that Netflix movies shouldn't be at the Oscars because you can't go to the theaters to watch them. Hmm. I don't know. You know, they did two movies about Sharon Tate last year. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and... The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Did you ever see it? No. She it's got a, possessed? No. It's worse. It's just so bad. It's a good movie if you watch it. Uh, Kimmy would never want to watch it because Hilary Duff's in it. And she doesn't want to watch a bad movie with Hilary Duff in it. But, That's really specific. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like about Sharon Tate like in that... There's no uh, fictional characters, but the fictional thing is that she gets haunted by spirits days before her murder is supposed to transpire and the spirits are like giving her visions of like the actual events and then they like in these visions they're actually like replaying the events in brutal detail of these of that whole house getting slaughtered so it's like really disturbing and like very unnecessary in the movie and it's a bunch of stupid shit and it just goes on repeat until at the end where she's like i think there's people coming to kill us and then (laughs) does she talk like that yeah she talks like frieza from dragon ball z (laughs) Somebody call Roman. <laughs> Zabon and Dodoria, check the door. Frieza's an old woman, right? He sounds like an old woman. <laughs> That's what I never got. Whenever He's I actually Cruella was, Deville. yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I never felt intimidated by him watching that show, where he was just like, "And now I'm going to fight you." It's like, mm. I'm going to buy a fur coat, <laughs> and I will show the whole town. <laughs> Then uh, it ended with her like going, oh, I think people are going to come kill us. And then like because she saw that what happened, they changed it and she like lived because they saw a vision that she was going to die. But the whole time her friends were like, you're just having delusions. You're just pregnant. Like, I don't know what pregnant is pregnant. (laughs) That's legit what they're saying to her. And it's like, what kind of pregnant person has dreams of her of her friends getting murdered? And then eventually, like at the last minute, they're like, "Okay, we believe you. I'm going to start using that as an excuse. But you're just pregnant. <laughs> I'm going into labor. Ah, oh, you're just pregnant. Shut up. <laughs> God, you're such a bitch. <laughs> it's just because you're a pregnant bitch. Relax. You've been That's... pregnant for like six months already. <laughs> Get over is it coming shit. out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. I thought Toy Story 4 was all right. Just haven't seen that one either. I feel like the third movie was a good enough ending. The third movie was like Die Hard. That was really intense when they all almost died. Oh. I don't know why. You, I just thought of the movie Die Hard. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't compare Toy Story to Die Hard. Yeah, all, all the I toys must have missed like that. <laughs> I must have missed the part where Woody was like, yippee ki yay, motherfucker. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> he just kicked that teddy bear into the fire. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you watch the Aladdin reboot? Uh, I, that's funny. Me and Skylar were in Colorado and we were really high and we had nothing to do. And John Wick three was out and I was like, let's watch John Wick three. And he was like, we haven't seen the first two. And I was like, I don't care. There's nothing else to watch. And he was like, no, let's go see Aladdin. Oh no. And then <laughs> oh, no. we went to watch Aladdin and we got to the scene where like Will Ferrell came out as the genie and then I fell asleep and then Sky was like, Hey, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> we were probably like 30, 40 minutes in. You know, it's funny as I fell asleep too. I, I I stayed awake long enough to see Will Smith come out of the bottle. It starts out really bad. I don't know if it gets better. It doesn't. Like <laughs> it doesn't. The villain, the guy that plays, uh, what's his name? What's the villain's name? J- Jafar? Jafar. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's not scary at all. 
He's not. He looks like somebody could like thump him on the nose and he'd cry. Absolutely. And then, honestly, you know what the funny thing is? Is the only really, really good actor was Will Smith. Yeah, that he's ma- the that only makes one sense. that showed up and was like a professional for his job. Because like Aladdin wasn't that interesting of a character either. Like, well, yeah. You didn't believe he was poor at all. You're like, oh, this looks like a, a Broadway show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess was the point. I don't know. And part of the problem, too, when you get like further and further into the movie is you can see that they blew out their budget, not only on Will Smith, but the opening of the movie. So the it just keeps deteriorating <laughs> in quality until they were just like standing in front of the green screens. <laughs> and I was like, is this a blooper? That's hilarious. And just then, like a regular screensaver behind them. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's like we- a Windows screensaver <laughs> with the mouse going over them. It's a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> so like it keeps getting worse and worse and worse as it keeps going on. And then all the music gets worse because it went from like them, like you could tell they got like singing coach coaches in there to help them to they're just like, fuck it, auto-tune them. I didn't know you could blow your budget halfway through. Yeah, you can. Movies Damn. do that all the time. Really? Yeah. Like big blockbusters blow their budgets really early. And then it sucks towards the end? Another sucks towards the end depends on how they decide to film it. If you're allocating your budget improperly and you only focus on putting your budget towards the beginning to like really show the cool stuff or towards the end to show the really cool stuff, then you run into the problem of, well, okay, well, either you're beginning or now you're middle or your end's like a certain chunk of this movie's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a really bad director and you mix and match your budget, blowing it all over the place, some things are going to look really good and some things are going to look really bad. Blowing loads all over the place. The, the best example, I would say, is uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. Mm. Watch those. You can see it. No, I got bored with that movie too. Exactly. <laughs> like I think the only di- I only think I think they only hired the director of that movie because his last name was Webb. Mm. Like, this guy's ready for the job. Into the Spider Verse was cool. Oh yeah, I that think that was 2018 really though. Was it 2018? Yeah, it was 2018. No, no, the last the last like three years of the decade gave like some of the best movies. I wanted to do like a top like ten movies of the decade thing on my podcast. But I felt like since everybody was doing it, I felt like I didn't really have any unique input to put in. Who's everybody? Like YouTubers, other podcasters, just all these people that do like movie reviews. Yeah, but and there's shit. people who don't know who they are. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> My 13 listeners need to know. Exactly. That honestly, I could just say uh, the funny thing when I was making that list is the number one was so easy to pick after I saw it the first night, which was Blade Runner 2049. You mind if I take one of these? No, go ahead. Yeah. Blade Runner is about a talking car, right? That's Knight Rider. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Yeah, close enough. It's a, it's a talking car that spots out robots. Oh, Blade Runner. That's uh, that like mentally challenged guy who like kills people. And he's like, mm-hmm. No, that's, swing, that's Sling Blade. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just going to keep going with it? Blade Runner is that black vampire who can go out. When <laughs> <laughs> and he runs for a lot. <laughs> They're rebooting that, too. That's kind of cool. They're supposed to reboot Spawn. Yeah. Well, they just now announced who's playing Blade. Who is it? Uh, Mahershala Ali. I don't know who that is. You ever see, uh, I guess, uh, type him in there. No, Mahershala. Not Herschel. (laughs) (laughs) Herschel. It'll still come up. Watch. (laughs) Oh, my God, it did. It did. (laughs) I've never seen this man. You've never seen him? No. Mahershala? Yeah, Mahershala Ali. That's a badass name. He's a bag. (laughs) <laughs> There's Herschel Walker. They just showed. I think they're just showing. Uh, there you go. What what movies is he in? He's in a lot of shit. 
He was in a he was in the Luke Cage show. He was in Alita Battle Angel. He was in Into the Spider Verse. That's a cartoon though. That's fair. <laughs> he's in Oh, he's in Green Book. That was another one. House of Cards. Benjamin Button, I've seen that one. And support right now to raise money to keep hey. the fight going. What am I listening to? I have no idea. Oh, these people. Oh, is that uh Aisha Tyler? Yeah, that's Aisha Tyler. Something like you know people, man. Elton John's Foundation. Elton John needs money. <laughs> he just comes like, please <laughs> give me money. Rocket Man didn't do good at the box office. <laughs> I didn't want to see Rocket Man. But you did? No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't want to see it, so I didn't see it. It just looked it looked like they were still trying to ride the hype train from Bohemian Rhapsody. Even though they were making it like right at the same time. I feel yeah. like they knew Bohemian Rhapsody was going to be such a big hit. They were too close together. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody was cool, though. I think the it, it was bullshit the Oscar it got, though. Mm, I didn't even know it got an Oscar. It got an Oscar for best editing. Hmm. And it... Mm-mm. I did really like... Um, what's his name? Playing Freddie Mercury. Uh, Selma. He has a weird name. It's definitely um, not Selma. <laughs> it's not Selma. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's it's my grandmother's name. Is it? Yeah. What's her last name? Well, I'll take a guess. Mercury. Uh, his name is Rami Malik. That's what it is. Rami See, Malik. I was close. See, like Oscar nominations right there. Sound editing, sound mm. mixing one. Sound mixing, I guess. That's, uh, these days, it's kind of more of a bullshit award to give out. But sound editing and film editing are complete bullshit awards to give to that movie. I would argue they're the best awards to give to that movie. <laughs> Here's why. Sound editing... The way they edited that sound, <laughs> spectacular. Sound mixing, yeah, you saw their mix. They were like, I think it, it should have gotten best director. Frankly, I love child molesters. So, <laughs> who's Brian Zingers of Child Molester? Dude, where have you been? I don't even know who that is. That dude's been molesting kids like for ages in Hollywood. He's only gotten in trouble for it now. Really? Yeah, look up Brian Singer Diddle's kids on there. Diddle's kids. Oh, sexual assault was the first thing. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube's thing should like this. Welcome episode. back to my channel. <laughs> this is Billy. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> can I go please? <laughs> oh my god. Brian Singer facts for kids. Okay. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Oh, Brian Singer's former boy toy comes forward. Mm. Let's check that out. He's like the dude from House of Cards. Kind of. He directed the X Men movies. Most of them, oh or at least boy. the good ones. Well, that already doesn't look good. That picture. Oh, uh, yeah. Those all look like. T- he looks like Dane Cook in that picture. A little bit. Maybe. wonder if Dane Cook. Cook's touching kids. He's not doing anything else. Maybe so. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Never mind. I'm, like, I'm clicking out of it. Because apparently. Do you use Adblocker? I don't know what Adblocker is. <laughs> you don't know what. I mean, I know it blocks ads, but I don't know <laughs> if I'm using it. Kevin Spacey, that's the other diddler. He's oh, right there. Yeah. Well, apparently his diddling was like was like sixteen, like sixteen year old, like teenagers. Which is legal in in uh, gay laws. What? Yeah, you can diddle a sixteen year old if you're both men. What? Yeah, if he's into it. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's not diddling. It's fucking. It's just people fucking. <laughs> No, he, uh, no, Brian Singer was going for him like the same age. He was digging in the same pool as a uh, subway guy. Literally? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go out with him going, hey, you want to go kid spotting? Let's go to Hurricane Harbor. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, my God. The more and more I've looked into that shit with Jared Fogle, I've just, like, fucking, like, been astounded. I didn't know he fucked kids. You didn't know he fucked kids? Have you no. heard? Did you hear his confession tape? No. Play that shit, dude. You have to play that shit. This lady that he knew he was like uh, doing this shit, like called him on the phone and was like, "Yeah, tell me how you like kids like this." And he's sitting there talking about how he likes sucking and fucking kids. Oh no, I don't want to play that. Right there. Oh, it's four minutes. And it's from Doctor Phil. <laughs> I want to help you, Jared. Uh, all right, let's see what Doctor Phil has to say. The one thing that around. I noticed when we were at the middle school was the children were so eager to talk with him and excited to be around a famous Chase person. Us. And I believe he used that to his advantage. <laughs> My bottle is open for you, Jerry. Get to go and tell the different schools. That's so creepy. You know, all the different things like that. Jared, why do you only visit I elementary schools? I want you to... I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of stories. I want you to tell me... Some of them. Who's so he on the phone with? I don't know. I think it's his ex-wife. I like to. Yeah, especially some in the middle school. I love the middle school when they yeah. girls are starting to get. You know. Yeah. What? You know how much I love the. You know I love you. Mhm. What? What's that? Well, you know, kids are maturing faster nowadays. I know what I love. And that's why I think it's wonderful with you is that you're able to get in early. You know, I mean, you could totally. You know, you can totally win them over, which is what I love. Mm-hmm. You like that? What? I do love that. Tell me, how, well, you tell me how to do that. Yeah, just is talk that her? to them, just yeah. get to know them, just everything, and just, you know, do a little touchy-feely things with them, you know. What the good. fuck? You know, it's a little more touchy-feely. Why would you say all this on the phone? A little more touchy-feely. How many times are you going to say touchy-feely? <laughs> 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 it's 17 times. <laughs> Imagine somebody from Pizza and Psycho Pizza and you I just love getting all touchy feeling with the kids. What, what, totally age, what age seems to be the Sir, can I get a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, early middle school is probably one of the best. Yeah. One of the best. Like, yeah, he's a fucking food reviewer. Like, <laughs> he's, got, mm-hmm. he's got a top five. I wish I knew what that meant. <laughs> I know. God, I wish I knew what he said. right with that? What's that? You need to find out how, if they'd be alright with that. Oh, I know, they'd definitely be alright with that. They're very much into exploring and, you know, this matter of getting them on your side, you know? That announced someone can Your face is them turning pale. That sounds like Scientology. Just be friendly to them? Yeah, just be friendly to them. Wait till the end, and he's like, you want to join Scientology? Normally would do, baby, because you're so friendly anyway. You know, and then we can just sort of go from there. We take it, and I think it's all case by case, you know, there's no... Oh, no. There's no right way, wrong way, whatever, you know? No, there's a wrong way. There well, he's have... thought about this a lot. He's got a plan, he's got a technique, he's got skills, and you can tell he's done Does this he over Dr. and over Phil and over. Dr. Phil's like, now, yes. Jared, he, at one I want point, to he called you. me. And First was telling me about a six-year-old First. little girl, and that well, he was. Well, they have all the fucked-up kids on my show. My show. 
I'm going to kick your ass. I don't know why it sounds like Hank Hill. <laughs> just like Hank Hill. I'm going to kick your ass. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the more and more I've dug in and like found all the creepy shit he's done. Like it's like his whole thing has been bullshit. How far did you dig in? Like not very far. <laughs> Dr. Phil covered it pretty well. <laughs> it took me like 30 minutes to just like turn this shit off. Cause like, even in the days where he was in college and he was like losing his weight from uh, like Subway. It was all on- from kids? Well, no. Part of it was because he sold pornography and he sold illegal pornography. So he sold like illegal torture porn. He sold illegal like kid porn. He mm-hmm. made kid porn. And then wow. the only reason he was eating at Subway is because it was the closest place to his dorm. Are you and serious? So, yeah. People in interviews are like he literally would go to Subway get his sandwich, go back into his dorm, shut the door, and we'd never see him again. He would just be in there with all his porn. And people who would go in there would see, like, like walls of porn. Do some background checks, Subway. What the... <laughs> f- ah! Sub- ask, ask one person what they think of Jared. <laughs> ask, you, ask him what he did in his spare time before you get him on your commercial. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently he's giving out this information for free. <laughs> But they just never asked. I would have told them. <laughs> I would have told them. Like, he's like, I thought everybody knew. <laughs> Why is everybody shocked? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking crazy. And have you seen uh have you seen the stuff about Tom Segura with Subway? No. He was supposed to be in the Subway ads with him at one point. Was he? Why? Yeah, he was supposed to be Jared's like fat brother. That oh. liked like the uh, the unhealthy sandwiches. So Jared would be like, "Oh, I like this and this one." And he'd be like, "Yeah, and I like eating this disgusting fucking sloppy sandwich." And, and then uh, he just they ended up like cutting the idea. So he taped like six ads of Subway, and they did never they never aired them. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. He uh, yeah, John uh, Tom Segura was talking about it on the H three podcast. Wow. And they were like, oh, did you sense anything like that? He was like, that he's like, he was making fun of them. He's like, are you asking me if I saw him fuck a kid? Like, Tom's <laughs> <laughs> girl was like, we got to make a commercial about how we don't diddle kids. <laughs> <laughs> diddle kids. We don't do that. Diddle kids. Eat Subway. <laughs> Here at Subway, we, we give you guys all kinds of flavors like, within legal, within legal age limits. That's so crazy. That's not even the demographic, you know? He's like, I lost weight eating Subway. You don't you need to be talking to like middle aged women. No. I don't know. Pedophiles, man. That's crazy. that's crazy. He they just they gave him a scholarship for being a pedophile. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fat pedophile, he needs some money. Let's get him in here. Get this fat pedophile. I just like the I just like the 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 two words together fat pedophile. <laughs> fat, fat fat pedophile really needs some help. We get uh we got to get him like a job. I always like just I always like the sound of just like fucking like saying random curse words together. Especially since I like like I was telling you how I like to make my coworker uncomfortable. Like I'll say the story again, I guess. Like the other day at work there was um there was uh, this girl that works at the front uh, registers and she's like a very like clean Christian gal. And so anytime she like curses, she's very much like she whispers there, she covers her mouth. She's like, I can't believe this bullshit. Shit. Shit. 
And she like covers her mouth. And this one time she came to the customer service desk while I was grabbing my returns. And she was like, yeah, that customer back there was acting like a real bitch. <laughs> and then I just really loud bit, oh yeah, what the fucking stupid, ugly, fat fucking bitch say to you? <laughs> That's hilarious. And they were right behind you? No, they were right behind me. <laughs> that bitch was long gone. <laughs> no, but like everybody else was laughing about it. And then she had a laugh about it, but she just didn't know I was going to say that shit really loud. Mm-hmm. That's funny. It's like the the kid brick on the middle where he just like whispers to himself. Yes. Anyway. I don't watch that show. You never seen it? No. No. I've heard I've heard it's good. It's a kid named Brick. Who's like Who names their kid fucking Brick? He has some sort of disability where like he doesn't have a torso. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad they don't make fun of him. <laughs> oh, they do. I want <laughs> Check I out wanna... check out a disabled kid in the show. We called him brick. Waste of Space. I'm like Jesus. He's just oddly shaped. I don't know what he has. Atticus Schaefer. You probably know him. Atticus Schaefer? Yeah. What's wrong with him? You said he didn't have you said he had like some sort of problem. <laughs> what the fuck is the second photo? <laughs> it's Johnny Manziel. Well he just doesn't look like you know, like he's a... um, you know. But I've heard the middle's really good. A thing. He looks different. <laughs> like to see the episodes where they were really frustrated with that kid and they're like, I swear to God, we're going to figure out what's wrong with you one of these days. <laughs> we're going to take you to the doctor. Eventually, <laughs> eventually we're going to take you to the doctor and figure out what the fuck is wrong with you. Uh, anyway, pedophiles and Subway, man. Pedophiles and Subway. They go together like peanut butter and Subway. <laughs> peanut butter and pedophiles. That's why you got to go to Jimmy John's. Or Quiznos. I don't, we don't even have a Quiznos anymore. Quiznos should use that for an ad. Quiznos. Your kids are safe here. <laughs> We're not banging any kids. <laughs> We're not banging any kids. <laughs> we make sure of that. All of our employees have their cocks cut off <laughs> when they work here. Damn. That still shocks me. That exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Is like He was a full-on rapist. I don't know. I think that's probably one of my guilty pleasures is like seeing... Like oh, I singing, bet it is, huh? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. No, it's like I, I am always interested to like... Go down these rabbit holes and get shocked by the crazy shit these celebrities do. Define rabbit hole. Uh, there's a hole. Are you trying to say know. boy's hole? <laughs> no, I'm trying to say boy's soul. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another one. I remember one time I got, I think I told you this, I got bored at work once. So I listened to all 30 minutes of the fucking Mel Gibson phone calls. Where he's a, cursing at his wife. It's a good phone call. It's a really good phone call. <laughs> it makes you really reevaluate your life and be like, is it that bad? That guy's insane. That's right. He was saying all that crazy shit. And it wasn't long after Passion of the Christ came out. So it yeah. wasn't long after he was like, praise be to all and of you. And he still got jobs after that. Yeah. <laughs> he's he, Believe it or not, he's part of the reason Robert Downey Jr. had a comeback. Hmm. Oh, yeah. He told me that. Yeah. He helped build him back up. Passion of the Christ, man. I'm surprised Robert Downey Jr. was like, I don't think I'm going to take redemption advice from you. <laughs> Passion of the Christ was just like, what if we made a Saw movie in the year zero? <laughs> In <laughs> the year zero. <laughs> Fucking, what's, it, what's his name? Pontius Pilate is like, I want to play a game. <laughs> Have you seen the thing for the new Saw movie? Yeah, like Chris... Uh, Chris Rock and... Chris uh, Rock is a cop. <clears throat> yeah. I forgot who... Is it Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock are in it. And Samuel L. Jackson says, motherfucker. Like, this is his only line in the trailer. He goes, you want to play games, oh, motherfucker? They did, they did say that. That's funny. 
And I was like, well, he said motherfucker. I'm sold. <laughs> That's all he had to say. But they're, they're trying to do their own cinematic universe now, like Marvel, which everybody's trying to dip their toes into these days. What do you mean their own cinematic universe? Where it's all set in the same world, but it's not the same characters. So the killer in this movie isn't the Jigsaw killer. Mm, oh yeah. It's just somebody who copies it's everything. Spiral. <laughs> and he only kills cops, he's apparently. Like, he's like a little dainty guy. <laughs> I've got a little game for you. <laughs> if you could cut your little hand off before the blade gets you. He's like the bad guy from Despicable Me. <laughs> what, he's got that accent? Vector. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Here's the, oh yeah! <laughs> You're about to fucking die. Oh yeah! <laughs> Oh, but they're they're doing that a lot with other movies these days. The Conjuring's doing that. They have their own cinematic universe now. Ugh, those movies suck. What? I love The Conjuring. I don't like the spinoffs, but I like The Conjuring. I might not have seen it. <laughs> I never liked the Annabelle movies. There, um, there was a recent like haunting movie where it was like British kids, and there was like a nun, and the British kids would always call cookies biscuits, and I was like, I hope they get murdered for calling cookies biscuits. They'd be like biscuits. I was like three You all deserve to die. Yeah, exactly. It was terrible. And was there it was The like, Nun? Was that what you watched? No, because there was like, it was a sequel. It was a part two. And it was like the family from the first movie were now ghost hunters. And they were like trying to help out the British family. And then they eventually found out the right word to say. And then the nun was like, oh no, you got the word. <laughs> you guessed the magic word. <laughs> it's like, oh, rats. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like, Jumanji, and it flies away. <laughs> I don't remember where that shit was called. Um, it was pretty popular, though. It wasn't The Conjuring. It was uh, maybe Insidious. Insidious oh, too? shit. They just announced the best picture at the Oscars. Who was it? Um, uh, Parasite. Really? Yeah, Parasite won. Good did, for them. Did you see that yet? No. I heard it's too fucked up. No, it's not fucked up. It's not? No. Did the, is it... Uh, how long is it? Like two hours. Oh, well, that's not bad. Average run time. Nothing really happens until the end. Uh... I hate movies like that. Does there at least have, like some character stories going on? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's really interesting. It's just that there's not any violence or anything shocking until the last ten minutes. I'm fine with that as long as kind of like, similar to like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with a movie that wants to go with a short pace and like that keep it going slow as long as what's going on with the characters is riveting enough for me to keep going. No, no, it's a really interesting story because they're like the very bottom of the class in Korea. And they start working for this rich family, and they con the family into hiring the, their whole family, but they're pretending they don't know each other. Oh. So it's like they're all like one. The the dad is a driver, the mom is the maid, the son is a tutor, and the daughter is another tutor for another kid. And they're all <laughs> pretending they don't know each other, but they're all like profiting off of this rich ass family. Are they? Are, so where where does the parasite come in? Oh. Well, I, well, I guess wanna, don't spoil it. Yeah, it'll it'll ruin the whole thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So technically, the title already ruins the whole movie. So I'm seeing it going. Where's the parasite? Where's the parasite? Till somebody coughs blood. I'm like, oh, there it is. Somebody's like, wow, you're so sick. It's almost you have a parasite inside you. And then the credits just roll. No, it is a cool plot. I liked it. I forgot what movie we saw that we ended up really liking that people didn't like. The whole thing was in Korean. It was a uh, glass. We saw glass. You didn't like glass? No, we liked glass. Oh, I don't know. Why and people, then people hated it. I thought that movie was awesome. I loved the plot twist. Yeah, that was cool. I think people were just upset that they died at the end. I think people were obsessed that it wasn't like a Marvel movie and they didn't like throw each other through buildings. That they just kind of like punched a car. That dude is a great actor, though. Did he win any awards? James McAvoy? Yeah. I'm sure he's won an award for something. 
But that movie, that role was was awesome. Yeah, that was a really, really good acting role for him. He really went for it. I'm trying to think, let me look and see if he's won anything. I feel like Bruce Willis is the same guy in every movie. Mm, depends on the movie. I really liked it, Bruce Willis in the Death Wish reboot. Death Wish. Death Wish. <clears throat> Irish American mobster and racketeer from Manhattan, New York. He died in 2011. Rest in peace, James McElroy. Is it McAvoy? McAvoy? Yeah, McAvoy. Oh. I spelled it wrong. Did you put McElroy? Did you put yeah. McElroy? I did put McElroy. That's actually fair. That's what you said. I'm not oh, seeing any words. Oh, you know a movie I saw recently that was cool? Hmm. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, fuck you. You didn't like it? I don't like the director. He's the most one of the most pretentious fucking people I've ever seen in my whole life. But that movie just made you feel like you were on drugs the whole time. Oh yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I do I do my best to say as what's the word? Um objective when it comes to that movie. Because I'll admit it's it's actually really stylistic and cool. Yeah, the angles and everything. But the movie the I hated from him was Mother. When he made Mother, I was like, dude, I'm never giving you my money. I'm never giving you a cent of my time. Is it because you have mommy issues? No, it's because <laughs> it's one of the most pretentious, fake, deep fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like the thing I told you with like how stupid it was that Morton Spurlock was like, I'm going to show, go and show you that McDonald's is unhealthy for people. And it's like, fucking duh. <laughs> Did you think people yeah. were going to McDonald's going, oh, I just need something really healthy for me right now? Yeah. No, people fucking know it's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Just like this, his movie was, the whole point of his movie was like, uh, uh, global warming's kind of bad and like people shouldn't be spilling oil into the ocean. It's like, yeah, f- no fucking shit. Mother was about global warming? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Because it's like her... Mother was about like a, a mom who like killed her kids or something. No, it's like her... Jennifer Lawrence's character is supposed to be like Mother Earth. She's supposed to be a, uh, an analogy for Mother Earth. The house that they're living in in the middle of nowhere is supposed to be Earth. And then, um, uh, I forget his name. Fuck. Her husband in the movie is supposed to be uh, God. And then That sounds shitty already. It is. And then all it is is these guests that keep coming into their house, and they just keep messing up the house. So like some of them are sitting on the counter until the counter falls apart. And then the first two people that come in are Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer. And they're supposed to be Adam and Eve. So they're sitting there messing up shit. And they're like, hey, don't do that. And then they go in the next room and they're f- and, and then these two people are fucking. And then and all then this- God's like, I'm going to take a rib. Yeah. No way that was before. He actually did. He loses a rib. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Ed Harris loses a rib in the movie. And then their two sons come in and they get into a fight and they just beat each other to death in their living room. And the whole time they're like, what the fuck is happening? And then eventually people just keep coming in. And then fucking Jews Javier, start getting exterminated. Yeah, and then Javier Bardem—that's the husband's name. That's what it was. Oh, Javier Bardem like has the kid, and she's like the mother. And then there's the crowds of people that are wanting to see the baby in the house. And Javier Bardem's like, "Oh, they just want to see the baby. They're so excited to see the baby." And so, so he gives the to the baby, and they legit show this crowd of people ripping open a baby. Wow. They sh- I'm not fucking kidding. They show them ripping how, open how a baby. How are all these people getting in their house? They not lock their doors. Well, it's like a house in the middle of nowhere. They're just getting in through, like, the glass. They're just, like, coming in, and the house is, like, completely filled with people. Until eventually the house blows up. <laughs> and the whole thing's about global warming? Yeah. It's just pretty much like, we shouldn't be putting uh, oil in the oceans. We're destroying planet Earth. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> 
Yeah, stop using straws. Stop using straws. That's him. He just shows up at the end and goes, stop using straws, bitch. That's funny. Metal straws. I always hate movies that are like that. I hate seeing movies where they think, oh, because this character is a metaphor for something, therefore Mm -hmm. I'm this very smart and intelligent person. Yeah. Give me credit. That's whack. Like, what's her name? That movie, uh, Captain Marvel, where, like, the actress was just talking about how, like, important it was like she was getting like really political oh like, yeah which is funny because when you watch the movie it's really not that political see but it like turned a lot of people off because yeah. she would like wouldn't shut the hell up about it yeah <laughs> like, just say you made a cool movie <laughs> just say i really enjoyed being a part of this movie <laughs> like everybody else does exactly and it's always like the the outspoken white people who were like we need to do less roles and give our roles away to other people but then they don't. So there's I don't this know. <laughs> uh, there's this comedian I really like who made a really good joke about that. Where he goes like, and he's like, it's the end of the day when it comes to like slurs, it's just a matter of choice. He was like, black people can choose to get offended by black slurs. Asians can choose to get offended by Asian slurs. White people can choose to get offended by black slurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> What's coming out next? What's coming out next? Jesus. Uh, I just saw Birds of Prey a couple days ago. Sucked, huh? No, it was actually really good. Oh, nice. It was really refreshing. And for a movie like that, where people would normally push an agenda for like the, you know, like like Captain Marvel did with like the strong female mm-hmm. thing, yeah. I didn't feel that for one second. I thought Ghostbusters 2 was good. They talked a lot of shit on it. I didn't even watch all of it, but the bits I saw were funny. Are you talking about Ghostbusters 2 or Ghostbusters the reboot? Oh, sorry, the reboot. They're doing Ghostbusters 3 right now. But the main, the original cast? Yeah, they're bringing them. Well, they're not bringing them back. It's about like their grandkids. Mm. But I want to see the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie that's coming out. <laughs> that's funny. They they got him to like remodel. Right? Have you seen the conspiracy? Cre- have you seen the conspiracy theories for that? No. I I kind of believe do. them. <laughs> You're like I have a fucking life, Gabe. <laughs> uh, I I kind of believe them, but there's these theories that that awful design they had in the first trailer was actually a fake design and they made him look intentionally bad for the first trailer so people would get pissed and that that design they had in the movie this whole time was the actual like design for sonic the hedgehog but then they take extra long to like go back and change things no they didn't change the release date Mm. they kept the release date the exact same and they're like okay we'll just go back and fix it but that trailer came out a while back right yeah here and, but you really have to think about the time it takes to redesign a character entirely for a whole movie. And I'm just like, well, it would make more sense to like intentionally make him look horrible for the first trailer so it garners attention. And then when you quote-unquote fix it, it not, you don't, not only are you going to get people that want to see it because it looks fixed, but now you're going to have people that are going to feel obligated to watch it. Maybe. I still don't want to watch it. Really? <laughs> I think it looks good. Oh, re- resignation. <laughs> Sonic, I've resigned as Sonic. I will run no longer. You got accused of sexual assault and you had to leave. Okay, so there was seven months. So seven months in between the original design and the change. That's it right there, right? Yeah, that's the original one and that's the new one. Wasn't even that big of a difference. Well, when you look at that, it is, but you have to think about a moving character with animated fur... Yeah. In a whole 90 minute long movie. Interesting. See, I, w- I was kind of excited to have the, like, the. 
less Pe- real, less, uh, not realistic, less accurate, less accurate version. People were kind of pissed about the redesign too because they were like, I wanted to see it because it looked like so bad it was good. Yeah, it looked like more like comic y. That is neither of them. Because he was going to have, I guess, no, Sonic can have expressions, but I don't know. Characters in the Lion King can, apparently. <laughs> what the hell is that cartoon at the bottom right? <laughs> that one? No, the one below it. Right there. Oh. What the fuck? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? That happens when you keep scrolling. You should do like a video podcast so people can see what this fucking shit they we're looking at is. Yeah, that looks way different. See? Oh, they changed his shoes and everything. That's what I'm saying. He was wearing fucking Pumas. (laughs) I I really think that it's... And he actually had knees. Yeah. And calves. He had legs. (laughs) They weren't weren't twigs. (laughs) But I I, I think the redesign was a good call. Because Mm. if it wasn't redesigned, I wouldn't have seen it. It's going to suck either way. I don't think it'll suck. I think it'll be okay. All he does is run fast and get coins. Yeah. Like, oh, he's, he's... I think I think it'll be okay at best. Yeah, okay at best, exactly. What about the Pikachu movie? Did you like that one? I liked the design of Pikachu. I, I thought the rest of it fucking sucked. It was one of the worst movie stories I've ever seen. Wasn't Ryan Reynolds Pikachu? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds was Pikachu, where he was like, he owned Pikachu, and then Mewtwo ended up like switching their bodies. Hmm. And I was like, okay. Freaky Friday. Yeah, it was pretty much a Freaky Friday. <laughs> Freaky Friday, but it's Pokemon. But the designs were so good. And that's one of the criticisms they had for this when they were like, well, we just, you know, we were limited when you try to make it look like real life. And people were like, if they can make the Pokemon characters in this Pikachu movie look better, like look just as good as they were in the original cartoon, how the fuck can you not do that? That's a good question. I didn't know Yahoo was your search engine. Yahoo be my search engine. I don't know how to change it. (laughs) (laughs) It's been like that for a while. Since, uh, you know, 2011. I don't know. This year, I think I'm going to be a lot more focused on... I mean, obviously, I'm going to be focused on movies for the sake of my podcast, which I'm sure some people think has disappeared. When are you doing another episode? <laughs> I know. I'm sure that's what a lot of people... Aren't you, like, four episodes in? No, I'm, like, eight. Mm. But uh, I'm about to do an episode over this movie called The Lobster, which I keep telling people that I'm going to do, and it's just much more about... Every time I think I have my notes ready, I end up rewatching it and having to change everything I'm thinking. And then every time I think I'm ready to sit down and do it, I either chicken myself out or uh, I don't really have all my thoughts together for it. So, and it's it's a movie I, I, I really love and I'm really passionate about. Sounds like you're being a make, bitch, bro. That's about right. I'm a bitch. <laughs> that's, that's about right. I'm a bitch. That's what it boils down to. But I'm always surprised looking at my analytics for what I've got so far. I'm... As, even though I'm, I'm very limited on my episode count and I'm not really giving it my all like I could, mm-hmm. and I really want to, but I'm surprised at what I'm actually getting from it, like my analytics. Like I got a lot more listeners, and I have a, I have a couple international listeners too. That is cool to see. And it's it, it's really exciting, and it makes me want to get into it more, mm-hmm. and it makes me hope that I can get like enough listeners to where I can do like partnership deals or Patreon and not have to do this. But when I was first getting ready to like really try to hit the ground running with it. I was going to try to set up a Patreon. I was going to do like mm-hmm. merch and all this stuff for it. And then I just kind of realized like I want to have enough content first. 
yeah. then on top of doing movie commentary, I want to be able to provide content in another way. Like uh, I want to be, you know, in a place where I can start making short films or something, like maybe little five-minute sketches. And like I said, I before I can do that, before I can start making these offers for people to start like donating money to me, I have to give people a reason to feel like they're contributing. You know, for sure, for sure. I don't want people to contribute to like a movie review guy when they can get a movie review anywhere else. Yeah, you but, gotta like, you know, set your own lane up where you talk about Jared Fogel. Yeah. I've thought about doing a thing for like Patreon listeners where I would do like a, like I would get like a friend of mine or something and we would do like a movie commentary over something and just like make fun of a movie or something like that. Just play it? Yeah. And then you play it with the movie. Nice. Would you have like the movie on to the, like would the listener be able to hear the movie? No, I would say like the, you would turn it on with the movie. So like you press the commentary. Do people do that? Yeah, there's a channel on YouTube that I watch that does it, but they edit all their stuff down. They don't show them watching the whole movie. Mm. But it's called uh, Pretty Much It. But they do a bunch of it, and they're they're really funny. And then that's just like that's something I'd like to do. Where I'd like for Patreon listeners, I'd like to like have a friend come in, we drink, and then we just watch a movie and play the commentary track over it. That's a good idea. I like that. And so that way, I'm providing actual content, and mm-hmm. I feel like there's a reason people could do it or be a part of it, and feel like they're actually contributing to a, you know a creator. Yeah, but I, I I really want to work more on my creative part of things. Like I've I've started to get back more into my creative writing for movies, and I still want to make movies in Amarillo. Like I still want to do this detective noir movie. And oh yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, let me be a detective. You want to be the detective? I don't care. Let me be in it. Just <laughs> I'll be the janitor. <laughs> be the janitor. Hey, it's me, like a Rick and Morty character. It's me, the janitor. <laughs> I got ants in my eyes. <laughs> I got ants in my eyes, Johnson. I've got so many ants in my eyes. I, I can't see, but we've got so many TVs. <laughs> I fucking love that improv part of Rick and Morty. I got the video game that the creator made. Uh, What's on, it called? It's called like uh, Trover Saves the Universe. Mm. And it's all the voice actors from Rick and Morty. And the, the humor is very much like Rick and Morty, but they make their own world and story. That's cool. Where it's like... This guy, your your main character controls the other character, and they're like duo, like buddy, mm-hmm. like buddy cops, and you have to go after this villain that shoved dogs into his eye sockets, and like is gonna destroy the universe with dogs for eyes. Are the asses out or the head out? Uh the heads are out. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I was relieved, but I was like, are the dogs <laughs> shitting in his skull? That's a good point. But then uh, the game plays a lot of the game plays a lot of fun, and it feels a lot like playing like like you know it feels like playing an episode of the interdimensional cable on Rick and Morty. Oh, that's cool. Where you just show up and there's characters like, "Hey, I'm I'm Floopy Doopers. How are you doing?" (laughs) And then whenever you fight, whenever you fight like enemies, they're like, "Oh, uh, I'm the bad guy. Come here. I'm gonna hurt you, but not too bad because this (laughs) this game's uh, this game's not rated that much." And then, like, whenever you kill one of them, he's like, oh, that was my best friend. Fuck you. Uh, I'm going to kill you. Uh. <laughs> it's really good. I got it for the um, I got it for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. Nintendo Switch. That's a classic. Yeah. You can, you can take it on the road. And you, can, you can put it in your house. And you can, you can break it up in little pieces. <laughs> and you can share it with your friends. <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like a Rick and Morty ad. You can take it up beat the fuck out of somebody with it uh put it in your tv you can shove uh, it in your ass if you want and you can worship it if you <laughs> like that <laughs> i hope our prices aren't too low 
Oh man. So when do you uh don't you have to invest in like a camera and a boom mic to shoot a movie? I mean, yeah, you kind of can. Uh I want to invest in I think re- I mean, really I could shoot a movie off my phone these nice. days. I, I don't know shoot- if you noticed, but I have a a Mac that I inherited from my dead grandmother. Shout out Doris. Um I might use it. I might sell it. I don't know what to do with it. Really? Yeah. I don't even know. Is what the year whole it is. computer system in there? Oh, that's the whole computer system. They don't have like the big. Okay, large. I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. I, I, I'm sure all the people listening are like, "What a fucking moron!" <laughs> no, I would. I didn't know that. Oh man, that's fucking cool. You have the keyboard too. It's a nice keyboard. Um, I might buy it from you. I kind of like. I know it's like good to have, but like I probably won't use it very much. You know. Yeah, but I could use a computer. Could you though? Yeah, I really could. I don't have a computer. I don't have a laptop. Could you though? I could fucking good. You wouldn't right. fucking believe it. We could. uh I don't know. There's not really anywhere to like set it up in the house. We could figure out a way. Yeah, maybe like in the living room corner or something where the Christmas tree was. Yeah. We could build like a little stand and buy a chair. Nice. Get a computer chair by it and put it there. Yeah. I mean, I know it'd be good for like editing and shit like that. Yeah. And then... I could probably sync my iPhone to it. There you go. Yeah, I don't know how shit works, but I think I could do that. I could figure it out. I'll YouTube it. (laughs) You'll YouTube it. Uh, and uh, I, I do want to invest in some equipment, but these days they, they sell a lot of stuff that prepare people for filming movies with their phones. Really? And there's a lot of editing software you can get on your phones. That's crazy. So there's a lot I can do with my phone to make a movie. Um, a lot of the equipment I would want to get is something like I'd like to get a dolly for the phone so I can like rack it. And then if I'm doing like a tracking shot, I'd like to be able to do that. I'd like to have a, a crane rig um, so I can do like like lifted shots and then I've got some friends that do uh drone footage and drone photography that I was going to use for some drone scapes. That's so cool. But right now uh I'm I'm stuck in kind of like my perfectionist phase where I just want to make sure everything I'm I'm writing for the story and all the style and everything I want to have in it is kind of the right way to do it. How much have you written? A lot of it is story based. I haven't written it scene by scene yet, but so far the story uh so far, the story's almost there. I'm not really sure about how I want to end it. Because a lot of my goal for it is to kind of deconstruct that genre of the classic noirs because I want it to be mm-hmm. set during modern times and I wanted it with the way Amarillo is, I wanted to replace all of the clean, pristine stuff you would see in a, in a noir film mm-hmm. and replace it with more of the, the gritty and grimy parts of Amarillo. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have like some heroin needles. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, like when detectives go and see like a burlesque show mm-hmm. and they see like a dancer, I was like, well, what if it's more of like, like, uh, the big Texan, kind of like the big Texan. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a obese woman at a big Texan. <laughs> she really can put down a steak. <laughs> she could put that steak down. <laughs> He's like, Hey broad, how you feel about putting a different, a different steak away after this? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, I was pulling up this guy. Uh, I had him on the podcast. He uh, his films on Amazon, Walking Papers, and he shot it in. Uh, I think he shot it in Canyon, and like outside of Canyon. Really? But it's about like a bank robbery. It's pretty cool. It's only twenty minutes. That's but, pretty uh, good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was gonna tell you about it, but I forgot to. Do you but have yeah. his contact info? Yeah, I had him on episode ninety six. Mike Wilbanks. Do you think he? Do you think he charges like five bucks for filming? I don't know. 
Or do you think he's on a purely collaborative basis? Do you think he'll work for free is what I'm asking? He he started this company, Lumos Pictures, and so he shot this music video for my friend Talon, who I've also had on the podcast. Oh. Um, and then I turned to Dean Boyd. <laughs> and I don't know what all this other stuff is. But it looks like a fun time. Um, yeah, I got a friend I work with who edits a lot of music videos around here. And he does a lot of editing. Whoa, look at this jacked guy. Yes, that dude, Talon. He looks like a Viking. Jesus I'm Christ. Trying be, I'm trying to be like him when I grow up. He looks like he could crush my skull by sneezing. That girl clearly works at Hot Topic and or a barista. Donuts and deadlifts, bro. Donuts and deadlifts. That's no, that's, that's his wife. That's a good picture. Oh, Jesus. I, mean, I just insulted the man's wife. He's going to kill me. I don't even insult, but still, he's yeah. going to kill me. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Should see his deadlift. He has deadlift videos. I saw him like crush a fucking guy's skull once. <laughs> oh man! So, um, how how much time do you think it'll be before you start getting into the uh, the short film business? You want to get your degree first? Uh, I definitely want to get my degree before I'm like fully throwing myself into making these films. In the meantime, I'm trying to. I'm trying to do this writing process of doing a lot more sketch work. I want to do sketch work. I want to, or I'm thinking maybe I should just start by doing Instagram comedy, like mm-hmm. just filming myself for Instagram videos. And I want to, you know, dip my toes in that so I can at least get better at writing comedy. Cause I, I really want to be able to make like a good, just straight comedy where there's no like intense thing going on, but it's just characters. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do that nice. or at least mix it up in like a dramedy standpoint, like a Judd Apatow movie but with less boring cinematography. Less boring cinematography. Yeah, fuck you, Judd Apatow. <laughs> well, it's probably not his fault. Yeah, fuck you, Judd Apatow's friends. <laughs> He's like, hey! <laughs> you know, I listened to your podcast for a long time. <laughs> I would up. never. I would once. But I'm always surprised at all the people you meet and all the people you... Uh, meet that work within these different kinds of fields yeah i meet everybody now it's a good time how do you go about that talk about that oh i just like message him you just message him yeah okay you got more balls than me i don't slide in dms like you i slide in dms like crazy i'm like hey you're cool or just i just talk to people at mics that's true yeah people are everywhere you'd be surprised you'd be surprised how many people exist they say seven billion but i'm thinking it's more like 83 thousand <laughs> that's gonna be like the laziest conspiracy theory i've ever heard they say there's seven billion people but i just think there's more <laughs> what I'm do you mean one. i'll start it <laughs> i think there's a whole lot another landmass they're not telling us about really australia 2 australia 2.0 <laughs> yeah it's on fire constantly <laughs> there's still people there though they're fire people they're fire people <laughs> Just a bunch of human torches running around. <laughs> I don't know if Australia is still on fire. They seem to be doing fine, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's more alarming that we haven't heard anything. Yeah, maybe. What's Hugh Jackman doing? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> maybe they all died. We just stopped paying attention. Kobe stealing the spotlight again. Yup, yup. Yep, yep, yep. Were you yep. the one that told me about that Ari Shafir joke about mm-hmm. Kobe? Yeah. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, he does that with like, because they pulled up his tweets. Every time a celebrity dies, he makes like a, like an uh, a bad tweet about them. 
It's actually kind of funny. Was it a tweet about Kobe or was it like an actual stand-up bit? No, it was a tweet. Oh, it was then, a tweet? And then he like put a photo or put a video up and he was like, sorry guys, I got hacked. <laughs> 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 he was like smiling as he said it. Because he, uh, he doesn't give a shit. No. <laughs> that was pretty dark to go that way. I yeah. mean, I understand making the joke, but like doing it on the day of, I feel like that just kind of comes from a dark place. Yeah, no, he's done that. Like li- literally like every celebrity death, he like, jumps to twitter and just like talk shit on them as soon as they're dead <laughs> it's like a trend he has so the first thing people do when somebody dies is they go to Ari Shafir's twitter that's what i'm gonna do from now on jesus are you gonna look it up i'm gonna look up Ari. no i'm gonna look up this video that i messaged someone through twitter about Ari Shafir. it's this other comic whose name escapes me right now but Tom, Tim Dillon. Um, let's kind of address the Ari Shafir tweet because a lot of people are talking about it and it's been a, you know, a lot of people are kind of reacting to it. <laughs> Let me read this very controversial tweet Ari Shafir wrote. Aretha Franklin showed generations of black people that big can be beautiful, dooming them to a diabetes epidemic, <laughs> roast in hell monster. <laughs> um, again, it's a lot. It's and I can lie. understand why that angered certain people. Aretha Franklin's an icon, maybe one of the greatest singers. Why are you la- why are you laughing? Is that is that not it? I mean, you're sa- is it is there? I mean, you're looking at me like I'm wrong. People are mad at him about the Kobe thing. What what did he say about Kobe? He said <laughs> Kobe died 28 years too late. Fuck the Lakers. Fuck Kobe. He's kind of celebrating that Kobe died. I don't know if you saw that. That's why people are upset. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it is? Yeah, the day Kobe died. I thought died. they dug up the Aretha Franklin tweet. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I, just, I just thought that was hilarious. What, was, then, the, what was his full tweet about Kobe? It was just, yeah, it was basically like, Kobe died 28 years too late, fuck the Lakers. He was saying it as a sports fan, kind of. Oh. So was he like making it like a joke, like being an exaggerated sports fan? I'll just pull up the tweet. That's what I was trying to do. course they're not gonna have it on the images fuck you google make me digging through articles just show me the tweet but so many people were like just so pissed at him it's pretty intense and they don't even know who he was Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today he got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape <laughs> big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit my god I forgot, I forgot about that part That's I hate the Lakers sick. what a great day fuck the Lakers yeah that's uh and that was like before they confirmed that like his daughter was also with him Oh, shit. It was literally, like, within, like, hours of the <laughs> of him dying. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Which is funny, because uh, I remember when, like, the news started going around that he died. Like, my coworker came to me, and he was like, did you hear Kobe Bryant died? And I thought he was fucking with me. I thought he was, like, gaslighting mm-hmm. me on something. And I was like, oh, what happened? And he goes, no, he really fucking died. <laughs> and a helicopter crashed. And I was like, okay, where are you going with this one? And he's like, I'm not fucking <laughs> kidding. Go to this one. And he's like, I'm not fucking kidding. Look it up. And I looked it up. And at the time, the only article that I had it, um, posted about it was TMZ. TMZ, yeah. And, TMZ leaked it first. Yeah, and I immediately didn't buy it. I was like, no. 
That, I didn't either. Because they're the same ones that said Adam Sandler died. Someone posted it on Facebook, and I put a laugh reaction. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you go back and change it? Yeah, I went back and changed it. But to a it little was, cry emoji. It was like 10 minutes later. But I was like, God, I don't. I was like, I think they're fucking with us. And then um, I waited like 10 minutes and looked at it again. And then it was all of these different news outlets saying it. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's dead. Yeah. He's crazy. a goner. Yeah, and this is a video of him after. Oh, shit, let me see. Guys, I know there's always a lot of, like, hate, pain in the world, and there's always a bunch of terrible stories. And every once in a while, he looks so Jewish. Good story comes out. The guy who got away with rape got his today. Oh, shit. Kobe Bryant is a god. I'm here in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. Uh. Maybe he wouldn't have raped that chick in Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is, dude, it's like, <laughs> damn, dude, I didn't see that one. That one's fucking dark. And it's just people talking shit to him. Yeah, he's uh, going going all out. <laughs> he did not fucking pull any punches. My God. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. What the fuck? Pretty wild. I guess that's a fair trade. I blew your mind with a Jared Fogle thing. Yeah. And this, now this blows my mind. And uh, you know Bert Crusher, right? Yeah, I know Bert yeah. Crusher. He, uh, he, <laughs> he roofied Bert Crusher. Um, like a couple Kobe ago. roofied Bert Crusher? <laughs> Not Kobe. <laughs> and then he raised him. <laughs> is that what he's talking about? <laughs> was like, this is for my friend Bert. <laughs> no, uh, what's his name? Is that Ari, like Ari Shafir. Roofied him, like as a joke. That's <laughs> a joke. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. it be funny if I fucking roofied you? That's fucking. Yeah, what the fuck? He's just kind of like a cunt, you know. He's uh, kind of. He's an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. I've never uh, gotten into his stand-up. I've never heard a good thing about him. Yeah, a lot of people don't like him. I remember hearing about him on. Um, this is not happening. Actually, that's a great show. And about like fucking. Him and Bobby Lee getting into a fight, and somebody else over uh, Natasha Legero, mm-hmm. and he like apparently used to date date Natasha Legero. Really? Yeah, and then they got into some kind of fight about that shit, and he like tried to beat the fuck out of Bobby Lee. I can see that. He also pulls his dick out a lot. Does he? Yeah, he's one of those guys. He'll get on stage and just pull his dick out. I remember when he was talking about how he used to do that thing where he would hide drugs at sports events mm-hmm. oh my gosh i have to show you skylar showed me these uh the amazing racist the amazing racist is he so racist that it's amazing it's it's pretty funny there's uh that's not it those two guys are funny though i don't know where maybe they got the clips taken off is that it right there? It says you already watched that one. Yeah, I think it's that one. But I th- I wanted to see one. There's one where he's like driving school for Asians. Okay, that's it. Um, but there's one where he's like on a boat. Okay, offering black people free trips back to Africa. Oh my God! Free one-way trips on a boat. <laughs> Who loves boats? Luxury cruise. Can I interest anyone in a luxury cruise on a steamliner? Be interested in a boat trip? Look me in the eye. That would be a lot more respectful. It's like you don't know your place. How are you guys? <laughs> hey, <laughs> can I interest you guys in a boat ride? We're giving away free boat rides today. 
boat ride. Yeah, it's just a free boat ride. It's it's we're trying to get uh, what do you guys call yourself? African Americans to uh, you guys to, call yourself? Um, you know where you're from? Hey man, I'm from here. What the hell are you talking about? There's been a lot of talk about how white people stole uh, black people and brought them here. So we're trying to make up for those wrongs by um, offering free trips back. No, I'm from here, man. I'm from this yeah, city. What the fuck yeah, are you talking yeah, about? Please, Dr. Huxtable, take it down a notch. Oh Dr. Huxtable, I'm just trying to, help you. I'm just trying to, because I don't have 40 acres. I don't have a mule. Dude, what is your problem? <laughs> oh my God! It's free, sir. It's free, and Nothing Africa's a wonderful free. place. You guys, if you just step on, we could, we'd have a great time. Why is this guy dressed like There's that? There's malt liquor. If you I have no malt idea. Liquor? Hey, man. Yeah, if you want to get drink. If you want to get All right. All right. Okay, drink. You know okay, calm down. Just... Kool-Aid. Say whatever you want. Kool-Aid. Oh, oh, everything. My God. If you want to get your what hair did, there's a salon. Kool-Aid and malt liquor. It's called what Fantastic Sambos. Hey, 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 hey. This is my wife. No, you need to calm down. It's over there, man. Hey, look. No, no, no. This is real. Don't get... Don't no, be upset, no, no. sir. I'm just trying to be the nice one here. I'm just you trying know, to help you people. You're fucking trying to be nice. Why'd you get this no, no, piece no, no, of no, shit no, off the... I'm trying to, but I need to fill it up. <laughs> no, it's my have all <laughs> What are you going to fill it up with? You know just come on. It's a great win. time. I would have came down Did you tell them about the basketball? Yeah, we have basketball. Don't be angry. We have basketballs. We have sunflower seeds as well. If that's at all of an interest to you. Sir, have you ever tasted lion meat? It's delicious. He said you're number Africa. one. Africa! Free trips to Africa! <laughs> that's, the, that's the gist that's of it. That's an eight minute video. Yeah, it's a, he, he did that a while back, but you yeah. Know how, you, know how I could tell it's, you know how I could tell it's a while back? Because over there in the title, it says the offering black people free trips to Africa. Racist prank gone wrong in parentheses. That's so fucking like 2012, 2013. That's true. To be like, <laughs> oh, it's a prank gone wrong, even though like people get upset about it. I'm like, isn't that kind of the goal of the prank? <laughs> that was totally the point. Didn't that go right? Uh, that's, that shit's funny. But uh, yeah, that's his sense of humor. He's that, he's that guy, so... He's that guy that just says shit just to like the fact the the fact that he's the fact that what he's saying is offensive is supposed to be the joke. Mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. I don't know, and some comedians I think they can kind of pull it off, but I think in a general sense it's not a comedy style that's made to work. Unless you're Jesselnick. Maybe no, but see, even with Jesselnick, Jesselnick has a setup and a punchline to it all. There's a trick to it. Yeah, that's it's, true. he doesn't come on stage and be like, "Yeah, so my kike lawyer said this thing to me." Like, no, he he there's a build to it, and there's a thing about it. Or if you're somebody like Bill Burr who talks about the offensive shit, he makes fun of the topic itself yeah. when he can, can talks about it. Like his bit where he was talking about where he's like, there's a thing where you bring up the race, and then when you say motherfucker, and he's like, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't put it before the motherfucker. Asian motherfucker. Yeah, and he goes, by the time. What did Asian motherfucker do? <laughs> what did Asian motherfucker do? He's like, when you put it before, you know, I'm already, you're already on motherfucker. I forgot you already said about Asian. So what the motherfucker do? He's like, well, would you put it at the end? This motherfucking Asian. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's so trippy to think about Bill Burr being a Star Wars character now. That is cool. He has that that other joke where he's like, uh, "This is gonna sound a little racist, but there's a lot of Asians in this restaurant." He's like, it's not racist. There are a lot of Asians. It'd be different if you're like, "What's with all these fucking Asians in the restaurant?" My favorite bit he did about like the, on the racial side was like, he was like, and he goes, "Don't you think we have enough white guilt?" For these movies, and he's like, "What are you gonna keep coming up with more and more?" But he was like, "They were the only black swim team." <laughs> Get out of the pool! <laughs> the last, the first black ping pong team. <laughs> you gonna go out there and you're gonna show the guys that you're good at ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "They're gonna steal the paddles." <laughs> 
That's a great bit. Oh, my God. You keep getting recommended Steven Crowder videos. What the fuck, man? That's the same one. <laughs> no, it's not. There's another one right below it. Oh. It says review Taylor Swift's feminist documentary disaster. I watch. I watch three... Changed my minds because I thought they were interesting, and now like honestly, YouTube's algorithm sucks. Now I'm a fan. Well, now that you watch that Jared Fogle thing, you're fucked. Yeah, like, <laughs> we know you're into kids. <laughs> Jared Fogle fucks a kid live stream. <laughs> you're into it. You know it, Russ. I was about to say I don't. Do you listen to Russ? I do. I listen to his last album. Really? Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I am a big fan. I think he's kind of so. cringy. I think he's kind of amazing, and you're jealous, and you're a hater. That's about right. Yeah. You got me. Oopsie. Angry Jordan Peterson compilation. Oopsie. I can't poopsie. imagine he gets angry. <laughs> I'm slightly upset. Now listen here. <laughs> what you've said to me has got me a little bit peeved. I like the way he says God, though, because he says God. <laughs> God. <laughs> he just, you know what I don't like about him? He sounds like he's on the verge of tears all the time. He does. He sounds like he's about to cry. Every single time he talks. Definitely. So it's harder for me to listen to all of his speeches because then it feels like irritating for me to listen to his speech. Like he's crying the whole time. Yeah. I was like, I don't know you were that passionate about feminism. Okay. <laughs> Classic. All right. We're at 144. We can do a uh, wrap up. I've, I've in, uh, started a new trend, new oh. thing where I do wrap up questions. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, is it rapid fire or do no. I, where do I put my feet? Uh, on the <laughs> table. Okay. No, it's not rapid fire. You have time. Okay. All right. Let's do it. What is your definition of success? Um, my definition of success is where you reach the point where you're doing what you want to do and how you want to do it. And I, I get, or I would say what you want to do and how you want to do it, and you're doing what makes you happy. That's nice. Just, Broad. Yes. I like it. I'm a very broad man. Very broad man. Yes, very what, broad uh, man. This isn't part of it, but uh, <laughs> like, because you want to do movies. Yeah. And uh, you're going to school to be an engineer. Yeah. So what do you want your main focus to be? Is engineering just to pay the bills? Do you have a passion for for math and and building instruments? <laughs> I don't know what engineers do. <laughs> <laughs> what engineers? How do you spell engineering? No, I, I think I always kind of viewed my engineering as like a means to an end. Like I, 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 I know I'm gonna like doing engineering. I'm not gonna hate it. It's not gonna be a job that I despise. But I really think it's gonna be much more of like it's gonna be fueling the stuff I really want to do. Mm. And one of the reasons I wanted to do like such a lucrative field was because I want to be somebody who kind of self finances my movies. And my stand-up, I want to be able to do that myself so I don't really feel like I have people watching over me or people getting to call my own shots. And I mean, I do yeah. like input and people offering different ways I should change things, but I don't like the idea of people like, you know, like I always hate seeing movies that are ruined by studio intervention or investor intervention. So I want to kind of keep the integrity of the movies I'm making by self producing them but as far as success in the movies go i mean i could feel successful in making movies before i even graduate from college like as long as i'm actually making them i'm gonna feel like i'm a success i really don't want to view myself as a success if i make it all the way to hollywood or something which mm -hmm. i really don't even really want to do that yeah i just want to make my own movies as long as i'm making my movies and getting the points i want to make out mm -hmm. or make the uh 
say the stories I want to say or make the points I want to make through that form, I'm going to feel successful. I'm going to feel fulfilled. Nice. Too long of an answer. I'm going to have to edit that down. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Dumb answer. Um, <laughs> Dumb ass answer. I fucking hate you. <laughs> fucking stupid, <laughs> ugly fucking bitch. So answer me this next question, you stupid ass fucking fucking bitch. What is a stupid, fat, ugly bitch like you like to eat, you stupid, fucking, ugly, fat, fucking bitch? Cereal. Um, <laughs> cereal. <laughs> That's fucking true. I will fucking eat cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's funny. Oh, um, kid. Next question. Yeah. If you can make everyone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought of, I asked this question to a guy. I'll I'll tell you after I ask the question. If you can make everyone in the world do something for thirty days, and everyone has to do it, uh, regardless of what it is, what would it be? And um, I asked that question to Nicky Cortez. He's a rapper, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Do you mean like slavery?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I wasn't thinking that, but I guess, I mean, if that's your answer. <laughs> um, repeat the question. <laughs> I got th- still thrown off by the answer. <laughs> it's still funny. If we can make everyone in the world do something for 30 days, um, everyone has to do it, regardless of what it is. What would you make them do? Um, participate and volunteer in charity. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Everybody needs to learn about perspective from other people. That's what I want to do with my movies. Make, let everybody learn different perspectives on different people's lives. And force them to do charity. Exactly, through slavery. <laughs> it's very optimistic slavery is what I'd call it. That's what Apple's going to do. <laughs> Apple's just going to buy my rights. I'm not going to have any money. I'm just going to have Apple dollars. <laughs> Apple dollars. It's going to be like the Justin Timberlake movie where everything's like based on that time stamp that's tattooed on you. Yeah, definitely. So it's like I only have three Apple bucks. You only get to leave th- live three hours. <gasps> That's how I die. Just, <gasps> just, <gasps> the dead gasp. <laughs> what was the cause of death? Gasp. He gasped hard. He gasped way too hard. <laughs> he watched the Jared Fogel tapes and he got really shocked. Very shocking. I used to be a a sandwich engineer, so badass, badass. Yeah, I took that painting out of your garage and put it on the wall oh that's neat I, I figured I couldn't remember yeah. if I hung it up or if you did oh, that's yeah. fine man I'm cool with it yeah wasn't gonna go anywhere else next question yeah I forgot what it was uh-huh. go back in time oh. use, use a time machine <laughs> no actually you don't have to go back in time you know how I feel about time traveling <laughs> jump in a time machine and go anywhere in your life past or future where would you go and what would you tell yourself um let me think. Jesus. Uh, and it's in within my own lifetime. Yeah. You're going back to when a time to where you were alive. So you can talk to yourself. Like, is it an option to fuck with myself? Yeah, you can fuck the shit out of yourself if you want. Well, no, I'm not talking about fucking myself. I'm talking about, like, like, like really, like, fucking with myself. Like, going back to, like, five-year-old me and, like, the world's going to end in two weeks. Get ready. Do you get arrested if you fuck yourself? I don't know. It's a good. It's a good paradoxical question. Yeah. Do you get do you get do you get arrested for uh, for raping yourself? You ever heard that? You ever heard that, that old? That needs to be in one of your short films. <laughs> it's a very ponderous question. You ever see that? Uh, or not hear it? See, but you ever hear that old joke about that or the time traveler, where he's like this little kid Billy like has a guy show up and he's like, "I'm you from the future," 
and I came to see you and little Billy's like, oh my gosh, uh, what do I become in the future? And then old Billy, older Billy locks the door and says a child molester. No, no, I've not heard that joke. <laughs> it's a joke about Jared Fogle. Uh, I'm just still trying Dude. to rack, I'm still trying to rack my brain on this question. Um, rack your brain on it, bro. Honestly, I think I would probably travel back to, um, probably me when I started high school. Right, I'm just trying to think like where I was feeling like I was at my roughest was like probably that time. Is that where you started uh, experimenting with boys? Oh my God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm not fucking gay. <laughs> It was one time I fell and his cock slipped in my mouth. Okay, but no, I would uh, I would probably time travel to back to me starting high school, and I would say, um, don't take things too seriously and don't fucking eat too much. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I used to eat fucking four meals a day. That's I used, fun. I used to eat uh, a ginormous breakfast. I used to eat like two pop tarts, uh, toast, and then I'd fucking have bacon cooked and sausage cooked. Go to class. Uh, go eat fast food for lunch and then I'd eat fast food after I got out from class and then eat it for dinner whatever my mom was cooking. Damn. Going hard. Freshman year? Yeah, that was freshman year. I, had the, I, I was the first freshman 40. Were you eating your emotions? I don't think I was doing that. I, uh, I just think I didn't know. I think my brain confused for a time like a little bit hungry with actually starving. Mm-hmm. So anytime I was a little bit hungry like, oh, I could use a snack. I was like, my snack is going to be a fucking double burger. That's just called being American. That's about right, yeah. I was living Morton Spurlock's life. I eat about that much. And then I saw and then I saw um Super Size Me and I was like, wait a minute. That's unhealthy? <laughs> what the fuck? McDonald's been lying this whole time. <laughs> Those bastards <laughs> I like the fist pounds. Yeah. Can you remember a time in your life where you laughed the hardest? I remember the last time I, I you asked me that. I think you asked me a similar question on the podcast the last time I was on, and I mentioned Zach Hadel for the fifty billionth time. So I'm probably not going to do a thing about Zach Hadel. No, mention him. Mention him. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Zach Hadel. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. <laughs> uh, I think it, the last time I laughed really, really hard was uh, this bit Zach Hadel was doing, or they were asking him an improv question, where they were like, uh, you know, Zach, you go to an island of babes. And then they, uh, you wash up on the shore, and they're gonna take you to your king. And the king rises out of the sand, and who is it? And he goes, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? And they're, they're trying to give him more questions, and he goes, Yeah. And then fucking Rosie comes up to me and goes, I want to show you something. And it gives me your fucking rotten tooth. <laughs> and it's just, and he's like, like, what do you do after that? And he goes, I walk up to her and I put my hand on her and I say, She's scared. <laughs> and I was like, What the fuck? I don't know, I just, man. Or just fucking love Zach Hadle doing random shit. Or the time where they were talking about this billionaire that would invest his time by going to children's hospitals, pretending to be Batman, and like you know meet like sick kids. And then Zach Hadle was like, "Yeah, I just like to think it was Christian Bale Batman." That's like, "Where's the cancer? Where is it?" That's pretty. Funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that dude just makes me fucking laugh all the time, all the time. Mainly because he's like me that just like loves making fun of people. That take things too seriously. It's kind of like Eric Andre in that way. Nice. Final question. All right. This is the most controversial question in the world right now. I do, I'm do. i not picking a side between Israel and Palestine, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me do it. <laughs> oh, I messed up. All right. Drama. What do you think happens when you die? Uh, uh, like physically? 
or like 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 astro like paranormally. Astro paranormally. Astro paranormally. <laughs> uh, I think like I don't know. I'm a religious guy, so I would say. Probably, you know, if you're a good person, you go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, bad person, go to hell. Kind of like the way you die in Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z. There's a big guy at a desk mm-hmm. that looks at your shit and he's like, ah. That you, happens? Yeah, you don't remember that in Dragon Ball Z? No, I've watched a lot of episodes. I guess I never saw he that. He fucking died. Goku dies in the beginning. And, and he goes they, into an office? Yeah, he goes into an office. There's a giant guy at a desk and he's like. Is it a Mormon guy? He looks Mormon. <laughs> he looked, well, actually kind of looks like a fucking Jew. But <laughs> then. Well, uh, you can't say fucking Jew. <laughs> oh, right. This podcast. <laughs> wait, it was uh, this Jew fucking guy. Pro Israel. <laughs> Then, uh, yeah, and then Kami's like, he needs to go meet King Kai this way. Wow, that and so like they a ex- racial slur. And so they excuse him from going to heaven or hell. Hmm. And then when Frieza dies, that guy judges him and he gets to go to hell. Uh, why am I going to hell? Why am I going to hell? Where is da- Zabon and Dodoria? Oh. Nah, uh, I, in all honesty, I think, from a religious standpoint, I think you're probably going to, you know, it's probably heaven or hell. I'm very old-fashioned that way. And even though I want to say I'm a Christian and all that, I, I really think it just comes down to being a good person or not. What, do you, co- what do you think's in heaven? Uh, I think a lot of it's a manifestation of what a person believes to be heaven. Same thing for hell. Like if if fire and brimstone is all it is for hell, then like some some fucking Black Sabbath super fan's gonna love that shit. Yeah, it has true. to be something like really really funny. Which funny because uh, this Instagram comedian I really like did a really funny thing about like hell, like what it looks like. For people that are like, no, I'm a masochist. I love that shit. Do whatever you want to me. <laughs> I, think they, I think they, I forget what they do. I think they make him, they strap him down and make him watch James Charles for hours. <laughs> he's like, no, no. There's a, there's a Family Guy episode where like he's in hell and he's just in a hotel room. And I forgot what show's on. It's like a show from the 80s. And he's like, I wonder what else they have on in hell. And it's just like, that show's the only show on. And it's just on a constant loop. Can you pull up Instagram from your, from your computer? Yeah. Are we running too long? Am I dragging it too long? No, you're good. Uh, type in for the user is uh, underscore LOL underscore. God damn it. Okay. Oh, right there. Right there. The second one. That, that, that guy. And it's like one of his first, that, that red one. You want me to click on it? Yeah, click on it. Play it. This is the hell one. So it says here that you murdered 55 adults, yeah. 20 kids, 12 puppies, robbed the elderly, and pirated all of Kanye West's songs with zero regrets. Yeah. So do I go like to the 12th level of hell? Oh, or no, 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 no. Oh, no, you're too good for that. You're too good for that. Listen, I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm something that people call a masochista. I love pain, so no matter what you do, you don't even get to me, okay? Good stuff. Underscore LOL underscore IK underscore. Yeah. 500,000 followers. Yeah, he used to be big on Vine. Nice. <laughs> he does this really good thing where it was this like, he made fun of a. This like uh, board game he saw at Target where it was called like, Beat the Parents. So he just like went home with a belt and he just goes, hey, Bob, it's my turn. <laughs> He's really funny. Um, but to answer your question, uh, I think you go to heaven or hell when you die. And it just is based whether or not you're a good person or not. I think if you're a good person, 
you treat mm-hmm. people right, or at least you have some sort of actual empathy towards people, you'll be fine. Yes. And I think when it comes to heaven itself, it's just going to be a manifestation of what you believe to be, you know, the most heavenly of places. I think like a thousand puppies. Really? That's your idea of heaven? Yeah. I don't know what my idea of heaven would really be. I, I, I think I kind of like that exciting feeling of not exactly knowing. I think like maybe like a, a friendly talking bear. A friendly talking bear? Yeah. That's it? <laughs> That's, just, <laughs> That's it? It's just me and a bear. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's like, hi! <laughs> I'm Bearbo! <laughs> You're just like, cool, I really man. Hope, I really hope bear is part of his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bearbo. It's just like, cool, what else happens? It's just me. <laughs> Very cool. You didn't imagine anything else. <laughs> you really couldn't fathom anything else. We're actually shocked you made it here. <laughs> You're like, oh, sweet. Just in an empty room. <laughs> so is this it for like eternity? Yep. <laughs> oh, Bearbo. You'd be like, oh, Bearbo. And then after a while, you'd be like, man, I'm really getting sick of this. He's like, actually, you're in hell. <laughs> Which is decent hell. You're like, actually, not bad for hell. Um, But that's what I think. I don't know what my vision of heaven would be. I don't know if it'd be a talking bear, maybe a talking dog. I like dogs. I like bears. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Exactly. Exactly. What do you What do you think about uh, Steve Harvey Harvey rape allegations? Wait, he's got rape allegations? No, but what if? (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be surprising? I don't know. The guy's been accused of everything else under the book. You know, I I really would be like, oh well, I guess he's he's done everything now. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I think honestly, if he did that, it really wouldn't change his career. I think he's one of those people where he could literally like there could be a video of him stomping on fucking kittens, and he would still keep his thing. Mm-hmm. Like after after that thing that came out with him like cheating on his wife with like fifteen different women. I didn't even know that came out. Yeah, that came out, and then the whole Miss Universe thing where he's like, "I have to apologize," and he messed up the the winner name. But didn't they like put the wrong thing on the teleprompter or something? No, he just read the. He, they gave him the card and he read the the, the runner up. They uh. read the runner up and not the winner, and then. Oh, what else? And then there was that thing that came out where he was like sending out um, the memos That's to right. all of his workers where they were like, he do- they he didn't want workers looking at him when he was going around in like the studio. Hmm. So he was like, if you see, and he goes, if you see me walking down the hall, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? That's it wasn't fair. even so much as like, oh, I'm busy. Do you mind like just respecting my space and not talking to me while I'm, you know, in between stuff? It was just more of don't look at me. Everybody close your eyes. <laughs> Walk into that fucking wall. <laughs> So if the guy could keep his career after all that shit, yeah. then it's like, yeah, I don't think there's much else he could do besides like join ISIS. Mm-hmm. Even then, I feel like people would be like, all right, let's hear him out. <laughs> he probably has a good reason. <laughs> he probably has a good reason. Like, wouldn't you like to behead some people out there? <laughs> well, that's funny. He could start an ISIS family feud. An ISIS family feud. Yeah. <laughs> no, tell me. <laughs> What's something you find rolling around? <laughs> In the floor of your home. Severed head of an infidel. <laughs> Give me severed head of an infidel. Oh, it appears five people have actually uh, voted for that. So you get to kill one to the next round. Who's uh, dead? I just thought about that Always Sunny episode where he's like an animal that that but you eat that doesn't that eat you. you. That's easy. Dragon. <laughs> it appears one person thought dragon. So Charlie, you eat dragon? Well, no, dragons are for royalty. I'm more uh, of a peasant folk. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I like how Dennis was like, that's such a stupid answer. And they come to Dennis is like, can you name an animal we eat but doesn't eat us? And he's like, sea urchin. Sea urchin. <laughs> or with Frank, where he's like, I'd like to change my answer because I've seen a lot of pigs eat a lot of men. <laughs> i tell you what I like to eat. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, whoa, 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 hang on there. She's like, oh, no. Did you say it was a double entendre? And he's like, no, but you can't say that. It's a family program. Oh. I just noticed you got a Gears of War sticker on your laptop. Yeah, I got this in 2011. Did you get it when Gears of War 3 came out? Probably. Because that's what I got when Gears of War 3 came out. My old Xbox 360 has that exact sticker on it. Yeah, Gears of War 3 was the most disappointing Gears of War. What? That's my yeah. favorite one in the franchise. No, they brought in like these new enemies and they like exploded and it just wasn't... It oh, you don't like fun. the exploding enemies? The, uh, what like is it, them. like the Lambents? I just got bored. I got bored of the story mode. Really? The multiplayer was fun. Oh, yeah. I loved the story mode. I remember getting that and like staying up all night trying to play it, like beat it. I think 1 was probably my favorite. 2 was really good too, though. A 4, four was... Mm, I liked the gameplay. I just felt like the, the story was already unnecessary and continuing it further was making it even more unnecessary maybe i did play three i might have liked three and not liked four then i, I think i still fuck i hope i still own the gears games because i still have my xbox nerd or maybe i should just get an xbox again no wait gears war three was cool you're right was it gears it was four gears, yeah gears four is when i was like this is boring shit i think is where that... you're playing the sun I don't know. Maybe three was boring. I don't fucking remember. The, well, if it was the exploding ones. That's yeah. That's where they added new enemies. Yeah, and yeah. that's the one where they like it ends in that giant hotel. I don't know. I didn't play all the way through. Oh really? Oh fuck, man. It's the best one. Nah. But I still own it on Xbox 360. I still have my Xbox 360. I sold my Xbox One a while back, but I, some days I kind of regret it. But I love the Nintendo Switch, so. I sold my Xbox Two. And my Xbox Three. And also my Xbox 4 if I have to. Are you going to get the Series X? The Xbox 5? They're just calling it the Series X. They can't <laughs> stick to their fucking name. And PlayStation's making it so simple. Just 4, 5. Yeah. Weak. I went from Xbox to Xbox 360 to Xbox One to Xbox One X to Xbox Series X. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's too many X's. Yeah. Xbox XXX. It's our porno machine. <laughs> Put your dick in it. <laughs> Put your dick in it. See what happens. On the Xbox XXX. It sounds like an ad for it from like the early 2000s where like everything was on Spike TV. Mm -hmm. And it was like That's everybody exactly was... what Spike TV was. Everybody was wearing tap out t-shirts. Yeah. Check it out on the Xbox XXX. Now back to Mansers. Now back to Mansers. How heavy are the heaviest boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Tits or ass? Is there a difference? Find out tonight on Mansers. That was the dumbest show ever. Oh, yeah. How many times could you fuck a carrot? <laughs> <laughs> 17 <laughs> croissants do they fit <laughs> classic and they also had a, a thousand ways to die that was really good with ron perlman oh he was in that yeah he was the narrator nice he was like this guy wanted to get his thrills by jerking off into a <laughs> jerking off on top of a wood chipper <laughs> little did he know that he was gonna have some of his wood chopped up 
Death number of 375. That's a good one. Put your wood here. <laughs> I'm intrigued with your description. Yeah. And then there was also Deadliest Warriors. I actually really, I really fucked with that show. That show was time. cool, but then they started running out of shit. Yeah, that's when they were like, uh, what would happen when vampires fight zombies? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I think you guys lost. Because once, like, once you got like uh, past a certain time period where like, automatic weapons were involved, you're like, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, remember that, I remember one of their big episodes where like, a lot of people were... Uh, like getting like really heated up about it was when they were doing like the U.S. Army Rangers versus the um, like the North Korean Special Forces, mm. and people were like, "Oh my gosh, this might start World War 3 I'm like, "North Korea, does, North Korea doesn't even have fucking TVs. They're not watching." Everybody this. thinks everything's gonna start World War Three. Oh yeah, like Donald Trump starting World War Three because he talks shit on Twitter. Like nobody or cares. people just keep talking about getting drafted. And I'm like, first of all, two countries getting into war isn't a world <laughs> war. I don't think you guys know what a world war is. Second of all, we haven't had a draft since Vietnam, and we're dealing with a surplus in, in soldiers right now. We're fine. Yeah, and plus we just have Nukes. an influx of vaginal men, for lack of a better term. Guys who ride scooters. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Way to call it back to the beginning. Which yeah. is funny because we got so sidetracked from those final answers. Does that happen a lot? Not this much, but yeah. Not this, not to where it's completely like another 20 minutes of footage. <laughs> and they're just like... Yeah, do you ever one. imagine what your listeners are thinking whenever they listen to your shit? Sometimes. I don't think they probably listened to the whole episode. Really? Yeah. Because my episodes are long. That's why I make my episodes like 30 minutes because I'm worried that I would be blubbering for too long. Yeah, but also like I don't do it for them. Oh, you don't? Yeah, you do it for yourself. I hear that. Fans, yeah. people who stand with Clemente over here are just like, he's like, fuck you. You don't matter. <laughs> Come to my shows, though. <laughs> Come to my shows, though. Please pay. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up. Any, uh, right. any last sign-off words? Look up Ghost of Tex. He's uh, going to have more episodes. He reviews movies. He jerks off during the episode, which is weird, but he's some people enjoy it. Some people don't hear it, so you won't. Even, you might not even notice. It's kind of an Easter egg. Somebody's like listening, and they're just like, "Wait, hang on." Is he jerking off? <laughs> like, wait, hang on. He's jerking off. <laughs> that motherfucker just finished. I got to hear the next episode. <laughs> See what this is going. He's jerking off again. Oh my god! <laughs> it's every episode. Get in here. Listen to this guy. Honey, get in here. <laughs> Listen to this podcast. This guy's jerking off. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the chat roulette version of a podcast. <laughs> Somebody gets it. Oh, it's another guy fucking jerking himself <laughs> off. Son of a bitch. I'm in the wrong genre. <laughs> I wonder if there's a guy that reviews pornos. There has to be. I bet there's a Pornhub podcast. Let's look it up. <laughs> they probably have like porn stars being like, this is what I shoved in my ass. <laughs> Here's what it sounded like. Um, no, there's definitely, I know there's porn stars with podcasts because like that girl, Mia Khalifa, is in like ESPN and shit, so she probably has a podcast. Yeah. But I don't think she talks about porn. I don't think she's like, well, let me talk about the dick I took today. Yeah, she's retired. 
um, best porn podcast 2020. Yeah, what the fuck? There's several. What the fuck? They made a best fucking. Girls on Porn is a porn review podcast hosted by two erotic enthusiasts and all around horny gals. Laura and Rachel. Yeah, very horny gals. Best adult podcasts. Hot plus ethical porn. 14 plus ethical. Where does it say that? Right here on the, on the description of Laura and Rachel. Committed to helping you find hot. Plus ethical porn each week. What makes porn ethical? He <laughs> <laughs> had the decency to tell her he was going to come. That is nice. That's so fucking bizarre. That is pretty crazy. No, there was this one guy I used to watch on YouTube. <laughs> Best porn. I thought there might be a couple. There's a, there's a top 20 list. TripleXChurch.com. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna add it to my Spotify. I gotta fucking listen to this. Monster porn, weird fiction, and horror podcast. Oh wait, I don't think that's actually involving porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think these people know what porn is. They do that with a lot. Like I've seen people put like poetry porn, and it's like, does porn just mean things that you like? <laughs> Am I into football porn? <laughs> Am I into football porn? That could be a good joke. Am I into football porn? <laughs> Do I have a serial porn addiction? Porn-free radio. Oh, that's what I need to get into. This is a podcast for motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn. I kind of want to hear what he says. Like, hey, guys, guess who didn't jerk off today? That's right, me. You don't need to jerk off either. Let's get together. Let's hang out. Let's go bowling. Let's not fuck. I'm looking at these episode names, and I'm really interested. Theology in the raw. (laughs) What the fuck? Holy shit. What the fuck? Sex talk with my mom. Okay, that's this is this is already too far. <laughs> I feel like we were going into the fetish route. <laughs> Until eventually it just comes porno titles like I fuck my fucking stepmom. <laughs> you didn't beat it. A food and porn podcast. Okay. That was another Zach Hadel sidetrack on top of our already sidetrack. He did this really funny thing where he was like, and he goes, I was just went to a porn MD where they like, it's like Google for porn. And he was like, I just was wondering if there was a porn just called stupid fat ugly bitch. <laughs> and he goes, he types that in and apparently he found a porn star where all of her shit is just, I think it was like Alma Smago was her name. And he was but like, she I, sounds fat and ugly. <laughs> yeah, he was like, <laughs> and he was showing like the porno titles with her and it was like, some of her were like, uh, what a surprise. Alma Smago sucking cock once again. <laughs> That's the title? Yeah. What a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> like the guy uploading gets annoyed. God damn it again. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm looking at all the titles for this girls on porn thing. It's called, uh, there's Latex, ASMR, BBC, Sploshing, Holiday, Foursome, uh, Casting Couch, Gaping. Gaping asshole? This just says Gaping. <laughs> Maybe it's gapping like the like the store. <laughs> gapping. We like to go gapping. <laughs> we like to take a pause from all this board talk to talk about how we love the gap and going gapping. Bring the gap back. <laughs> I don't know if it's gone. It's still around, I think. I don't know. I haven't been to the mall. There's a Halloween like a one. There's a water sports one. Water sports up your butt. Feet. Uh cream pie. Pussy licking. Teen. Ugh. The Lion King. It's called The Lion King. The Lion King. It's called The Lion King. We're going to review The Lion King. <laughs> Lions, I'd fuck. 
<laughs> I would fuck Simba. Scar 2. Scar 2. That's fucking crazy. You think Scar had a name? You don't think they named him Scar? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, though. <laughs> they gave him a Scar and were like, ah, you're Scar now. <laughs> like, no, it's Trent. <laughs> it's Trent, please. <laughs> it's like cutting off his dick, baby. It's like, we got, we're calling you Ballas. <laughs> I don't like that name. <laughs> I want my balls back. X-Nun on porn. Wait, does that mean she does porn now? Okay, that's that's not a... I mean, I was going to say it's not positive. Maybe but it's a lady who used to be a nun that does porn. Mm. Maybe a lady who used to do porn that's now a nun. Have you heard about that other lady that used to do porn, but now she's like super Christian? Katy Perry? No, no, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick. No, I just saw it like, on one of those like Snapchat stories. They're like, this lady used to do porn, but now she loves Jesus. So I was like... I swear to God, I wish they would have said that she fucks Jesus. <laughs> I think that's everyone who's been arrested. <laughs> ah, I get it. Now I'm looking at Snapchat to see if I can find it. Oh, no, this shit was ages ago. I never opened Snapchat anymore. Really? Yeah. Too much work. I only open up to see what, uh, to see what my friends are posting. So I use it for its an actual purpose. Anyway. Holy shit, we've wasted we're, so yeah, many we're, listeners' we're, time. We're 30 minutes past the point of where I was going to stop. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I got nothing to do. Me neither. I've got class in the morning. I don't give a fuck. And we will sign off. Any last words? Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars, Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Hey, by the way, did, did we mention Star Wars? Yeah, Star Wars. Star um, Wars, yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Bill Burr. Uh, stop, Bill Burr in Star Wars, he was in, yes. He I do was have, an, a, a, I have a bit of a, a controversial opinion I'd like to end on before we close off. Is that okay? Yeah. Star Wars. Mandalorian is Mexican, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he's like space Mexican. Because when I made my Baby Yoda joke, that was part of the punchline. So, yeah. cool. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Well, it might be Puerto Rican. Not Mexican. It counts. <laughs> Star Wars. If you're brown in uh, southern United States, everyone calls you Mexican regardless of what you are. Or an Arab. Yeah, or an Arab. I look kind of I look kind of like both. So, <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> if you like Arabs and Mexicans, here I am. <laughs> Best of both worlds, bitch. It's pronounced Arab. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, that probably should be my last line. Um, I say I'm. I like to say. Jesus Christ, we can't. I want to say something cool before I before I get off. Um, I like saying cool stuff too. Let's do it. Check out the porn podcast that me and Gabe are gonna shoot. (laughs) We're gonna shoot it. I don't know. It's called gaping. (laughs) It's called it's called gaping. (laughs) It's my fucking name. It's called gaping at Subway. Gaping with our favorite Subway sandwiches. We got our sandwich here. <laughs> if you're lunching with a Subway sandwich, please chew your sandwich on three. One, two, three. And start out with the six inch. And we yeah. go from there. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars porn uh, podcast. Yes. Could also be a thing. So. Called May the, May, the, May the Cock Be With You. Be on the lookout for Gabe's uh, short film about detectives in Amarillo. Uh, they just beat up black guys, but uh, should be good. <laughs> just a video of a guy beating up a black guy for like 20 minutes straight. <laughs> Thank you. They're like, how provocative. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ghost of Text Podcast.
Yes, and the the uh, L.A. noir film is called uh, Deep Throat. Yes. Two. Yes. Point oh. Deep Throat two point There's gonna be a director's cut. Deep Throat twenty forty five. Deep Throat twenty forty five. Blade. Yes. Remake. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Wars. Star Trek. 